Let's roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Countercharge. I'm Rob Fanuff. Tonight we have our much-anticipated Forces of Nature Army review. But before we get going, I did want to let you know that this episode was recorded in person following all of the social distancing and mask requirements that were in place. Enjoy. Welcome to Countercharge. I'm Dylan Scribner. I'm Hank Huge. I'm Rob Enough. And I'm Jeff Swan. So, hobby update? What have you been working on? Besides uh, preparing for this, uh, I have been, my hobby has consisted of only purchasing models, but I do have a new project coming up. What, what, what army? It's going to be men. Just humans. It's going to be humans. So probably elves. It's going to suck, though. Northern Alliance, Kingdoms of Men. Sweaty men. Whatever the flavor of the day is for me. Okay. Yeah. You're just going to make an army. You can just play like, like they're so generic. You can just That's play. what I do. My salamanders yeah. are ogres. They're goblins. Yeah. They're, yeah. This, this, so. this guy got no theme, bro. <laughs> Sounds, no, that's the thing. That sounds awfully Chapman of him. I have such a, <laughs> I have such an awesome theme. It works. Mm-hmm. Is that what it multiple is? Multiple facets. Yeah. Jeff, how about you? What uh, you, you're working on? An Order of the Green Lady army it looks awesome. Top secret. No. Uh, yeah, Order of the Green Lady is the stuff that uh, Mark's working on right as Mark uh, is playing this weekend. Um, but yeah, I'm. Uh, I have a abyssal. I'm modifying my abyssals with the intention of playing a very thematic list for Lone Wolf. So. Very cool. How about you, Hank? Uh, just finished up the Beringer Army. Um, I'll be painting a few more units for Lone Wolf. And I'm not sure after that. I'll probably be working on maybe some Rordia or something like that. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, we're here to do Forces of Nature Army <laughs> Review. We've had a lot of people asking about it. Like, legitimately, like, there's a lot of people that, like, yeah. are interested in the theme. Have Because I think, I don't know about you guys, maybe we can talk about this. I think what attracts me to the Force of Nature is... Dude, you can be as creative as you want. Like, there's there's no limit to what nature is going to put out there. So, you know, start with Dylan. What, what attracts you to the forces of nature? Really what attracted me to them to begin with was in second edition. It was I, salamanders? I could play better salamanders in forces of nature. Right. So that was, you know, kind of my beginnings there. But in third, in third edition, they were just, it's like they have, they bring so much flexibility to not only the tabletop, but list building. That was kind of the the aspect that interested me. And Hank, you're getting into, you know, you are into... Uh, so I actually was going to do Forces of Nature before the Beringer stuff, but my current army that I have right now is very based off the models that I got and, and stuff like that. So after my dwarves, I actually almost have a, a complete nature army that I've played um, quite a few times with Jeff, probably about 10 or 12 games so far. Nice. Uh, but for me, it was just something faster than dwarves, so I tended to really go heavily into. <laughs> I tended to really go heavily into like kind of the flying circus aspect of it. I really liked a lot of the like the beasts of nature's and a lot mm-hmm. of the nimble stuff. And, oh yeah, and the scouting, absolutely. So, and um, not the wilt father because the wilt father went in there when I started playing it, but <laughs> it just got better though, right? Now, Upgrade. Yeah. 
Jeff, how about you? What, I know you're a long time Force of Nature yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Force of Nature <laughs> was the second army I was playing in uh, Kings of War. Um, for me, it was more of like I looked at it; it looked very finessey. So it kind of has a little bit of everything that you want to do. It's not like Abyssal Dwarfs where it has literally anything you could want to do with the army, but what it does do is it has multiple different build strategies but what's nice about it is you can if you buy into forces of nature and you finish out a force of nature army at like 2500 points or something like that then you already have the startings for like four offshoots of other armies right whether you build this army and then oh now i have order of the green lady i have right do you, just a you sim- only have i have add, trident realms right. maybe i have salamanders yeah so like mm-hmm. dylan was saying he's like oh i like my salamanders but i play them as these different armies and stuff like that yeah yeah but like force nature is probably the best army if you want to have a bunch of armies spring out of your main army because yep. it's it's so versatile and you can add it to so many different armies and make them all better but that being said like it's it, it gets better from those different factions, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, in my opinion, it's it's probably the best army in the game if you are a hyper tactical want to want to have a little bit of everything, and you know, it's it's the best toolbox army in the game. I would say it's got the best toolbox. Out That's of a great great yep. uh, description. Yep. Let's talk about the background, uh, Dale. You want to take us through what's what is forces of nature in Panathor? So. Panathor is kind of the metaphorical Voltron. Did I say Panathor? Oh, so we were talking, so earlier we were talking about G.I. Joe and Transformers, uh, yeah. and now he's dropping Voltron dropping on us. Voltron yeah, the, action, yeah. I, say, I think I said Panathor, but I meant Forces of Nature yeah, yeah, yeah. is the Voltron of Panathor, where like if the balance is upset, all these different nations come together and try to correct whatever's going on. And so... Um, they bring in uh, like the tree kin, trident rounds, uh, salamanders from the three kings. <clears throat> I actually didn't know this until I read the forces of nature backstory. You're welcome because I made you, you know, I made but, you <laughs> made you help with the notes and you brushed up, and now you're an expert. The like the centaurs are from like the mammoth step and yeah, so, where the ogres are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah, Voltron, yep. Voltron, it is. And obviously, modeling. We kind of hit on when we talking about the hobby aspect of the of this army, like modeling options. Oh yeah. What are we using? Well, my forces of nature. It's a lot of mantic. I have. Uh, I use a lot of earth elementals. So I have a lot of. You're earth that guy. Elementals. <laughs> Defense six. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's very flexible. I, I used some GW lizardmen as salamanders slash hunters of the wild mm-hmm. on occasion. Hank, what about you? What what uh, model range? You're an STL uh, 3D guy, yeah, right? Yeah, I got a hodgepodge of everything from Reaper to 3D print it. Um, yeah, just all, I even have some of the, the Wrath of King stuff, like those little crab guys that I painted up, like swamp insectoid dudes that I use for like my hunters of the wild. Awesome, and I know Jeff, you're like a homer dude. You got the all the mantic stuff, man. Uh, I do have a vast majority. I mean, I think if they make the model, is, I think yeah. we got the model. Yeah. So I, if they make it, yeah, I pretty much have it. But on top of that, I also have like uh, you know the Ultra Forge Tree Man mm-hmm. or Tree Woman, the Creature Caster Tree Man. You know the Hydra from Grebo Games is dope. So cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can you can get so many good model ranges. I mean, uh, Raging Heroes has some really cool mm-hmm. four shamblers that you can you know add into your Mantic ones that actually cross into them pretty good. But yeah, the model ranges are just insane. 
You get some some of the, I still like the GW centaurs. Like I mean, there's still some like metal favorites. ones. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, centigors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're still super cool. Very but, very colorful yeah. models. Yeah. Well, let's get into the army itself. Uh, Dylan, you want to walk us through the special rules for the Forces of Nature? Their unit upgrade is Frenzied Otter. <clears throat> Once per game, when the unit rolls to damage in melee, you may choose to reroll up to three dice that score a natural unmodified one. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the Frenzied Otter runs off and you can't use them anymore. Mm-hmm. So what do we think of that rule? It's pretty it's good. It's not brutal, but no, is it? Oh, it's really good. Is yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. How yeah. do you guys use it? So it is only available to certain things, right? So, um, but... What it is available on, I almost always take it because there needs to be a clarification. I think a lot of people kind of screw up on how to use it, so I will I will go ahead and clarify it just so people understand. But that that frenzied otter, you can roll the hit and see how many hits that you get before you decide whether like the croc dogs it. from the you, ogres. Yeah, you yeah, can, yeah. But those, yeah, exactly. So because this is like a vicious, it's not a, like you get to actually see how many you hit with. So like if you had it on a unit of centaurs. Right, you know, twelve attacks, and you only hit with like four of them. You wouldn't pop it, right? Even if you don't think you're gonna let the unit live, or whatever. Even if you don't think it'll live in the future, because you may reroll maybe one dice, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But if you hit with like nine hits, you're like, oh, I'm gonna pop that frenzy daughter. So you get to make that decision after you've already rolled a hit, because it says when you go when you roll a wound. So you don't make that decision until you until you do that. Right. But you can take a unit of centaurs who only have twelve attacks and make them pretty dang good. I mean, like, to where you would only... That'd be, like, the only upgrade you would take on them because it's better than doing... And that's once per game? Yeah. Yeah, it's like giving them, like, like giving them two vicious, attacks. But it's like for, giving them vicious yeah, because yeah, yeah. they'll statistically never make more than one or two combats in a game. Right, yeah. So yeah. you're going to get vicious for the one yeah. combat. It's for five points. Or, right. It's a no-brainer. So it's five points the same for every it's every unit that can take it. Um, what what sure, units yeah. can take it, Dylan? Uh, let's see. Uh, Nyad and Snarers... Um, heart piercers, probably not taking it on them. No. You might. Centaur, Bra- Striders, and Hunters both mm-hmm. get it. And I think the Centaur Heroes, the Centaur Hero yeah. gets it. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah, I've always taken them on the Striders the, the times that I've played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Sounds awesome. Yeah, just to clarify, when I said meh, I, yeah, it's yeah, because yeah, I don't yeah. it's because I don't take the units that can take it. Right, right, right. Exactly. But in Salamanders, their 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 rule is very the similar. Effigy, yep. And I use it all the time all in the time. Salamanders. Yeah. But so you weren't poo pooing it, you were Right, yeah. You just I just don't use it. Hobby choices. Yeah, but I will say <laughs> I will say centaurs with those things, like three, four units of centaurs with those things is a legitimate buy. I mean it's mm-hmm. super good. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into the army. Who wants to start and stop with the first unit? Uh, hey, Hank, do you want to walk us through the first unit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go to the first unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go to the first one here. How about, how, <laughs> this, is, this is my unit here. All right, so the first one is Nayad and Snares. Uh, obviously, troop, regiment, horde. Come in at uh, 10 attacks, troop, 12 for the regiment, 25 for the horde, 9 11, 13 15, and 20 uh, they have Ensnare, Pathfinder, Regen 4 Plus. You can give them a Frenzy Daughter for five points. So, how do we run them? Well, this is controversial. I mean, Regen 4 Plus, this right? Very, I mean, it's yeah, it's very controversial. So, I mean, like, uh, they just did the army review for uh, Brother Mar- or Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Or but there's, are those the same? Those are exactly, the exact same ones, same? except for but these ones unlock. Right. The other ones don't. Uh, so, so were they wrong in their review in the army green lady or the no, green lady? I think, I think they were pretty on point, except for like they they just don't unlock, so nobody takes them in that army. Right. I still would actually take. I would all any army that can take 
uh, a horde of ensnares. Ensnare. Always. I mean, better. I know it's defense three, but ensnare with regen four is pretty damn good. Such a great tool. Put them in the just, woods and. It's such uh, a good tool just to be able to be like, okay, cool. This is a mobile piece of terrain. And like half the time, I won't even counter charge. I'll literally just sit there, let somebody charge them, hit the forest. So it's or whatever they're in. It's always going to be terrained. Always, always, always. So. Minus one to hit him from that, minus one from ensnare, and then they just sit there and shrug it off all game. Four plus regen, four plus regen. <laughs> Sometimes plus. don't even charge, right? Just back I, up I don't and make counter charge. And then just don't counter so, charge and make him charge you again. I was going to say, I think that's why a lot of the internet thinks they're bad is because that gut charge. reaction is the counter charge, no. and now it's minus one instead of two when they're hitting you yep. back. Yep. And so even at minus one, yep. that defense three doesn't. So Stand everybody poo-poos on them, and then they're like, oh, Dragon Shard Shield, that's terrible. Dragon Shard Shield is auto-include on these bros. If you can have the points for it, it's automatic, because mm-hmm. you never counter-charge, because that's not their point. You have plenty of other units that can do damage. So that second round of combat, you just, you just stand there. As soon as they commit, as soon as they charge you, if you think you're going to die in any way, shape, or form, or get charged again the next time, you sit there, you pop the shield, you go up to defense five for a turn, you do your regen, so let's say you took ten wounds, you're going to get five of them back, and now you're going to be defense five next turn, they're going to do maybe two or three wounds, that time maybe two. Well, you know? uh, the horde is what, dash... Uh, and then they're uh, going to regen them uh, right the, back. The horde is uh, 22 nerf? Yeah, 22, I mean, like, yeah. dude, it's just never going to happen, like, uh, so... One of the reasons I Hank is on here for this too is like not that he's you know been playing on a couple of, uh, he's played ten or twelve games of the Force of Nature but he's played he's played against me like thirty times like he knows right. how to play against the army so yeah like he's I've got, killed the uh, the Naiad Horde like maybe three times in like the last two years we've been playing and it's always been with at least three units into it. Like it's, it's just it's hard. It's really hard to kill the and commitment, mm-hmm. especially and you got to you really have to kill it on the go, and it's one turn. And it's, it's, it's become it's, there's, one all, of those there's very units. few units in the game. Ogre Legion, maybe correct. Yeah, like, I mean, it's a huge commitment of points to, to shift it's, it. It's become a unit for me that he ends up. Usually, you end up like holding an objective or something for it, but depending on the scenario, I just leave it alone. Like unless I absolutely have to deal with it because I'm not going to kill it. I try not to get units tied up mm-hmm. in it because once they're tied up, they're not going anywhere. And at the end of the game, it's still going to be there and your stuff may not be. Right. Yeah. What are you thinking, Dylan? Oh, I, I've never used this unit, but I have played against Jeff. Because you're not Jeff. a good player or you just... <laughs> uh, well, I've, I've played against Jeff at a GT, so... Uh, it's you a very good, be, it's very a very good, good unit, but yeah. not good enough for you to use it. I just, I just, this is not my cup of it's tea. It's a different style. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a different style. You like that more aggressive. Yeah. No, well, yeah. so I have been, I have been eyeballing spirit phalanx hordes. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna play around with spirit some spirit phalanx hordes. Spirit phalanx hordes. Spirit, spirit phalanx men. hordes. Yeah, kings and men. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a. This is not. That's not. The, what's the wrong arm review? I know, but we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about uh, ins- just ensnare. Yeah. What magical? Ar- such a so you said dragon shard shield. Uh, what other magical artifacts do we like on this unit? So the trap for everyone is they take the hammer measured force, and I just well, you're not you don't want to get them in combat. It's a trap. It makes you want to use them. For strength is a trap. It's a trap. It, I like. I, I'm sorry. There's no two ways about it. Like it's it's a trap. It makes you want to use the unit, and really. You just want to hold objectives with them, put tokens on them, or make people charge them. If you want to put heal or something like that, yeah. cool. Brew, yeah. brew, you know, healing brew, Get that's them fine. to where you want them, and then just park them there. Mm-hmm. You don't ever have to move that unit. And if you and if you have to counter charge or go out somewhere to charge something, you're leaving it. You're leaving your comfort zone. You're leaving your defended your defended area. I, like, I can count on one hand how many times I've charged something with ensnares. Right. Ever. 
literally well, plus they ever. don't really pack a punch anyways. Right. right? They hit on fours, yeah, right? Yeah, they're the worst. Yeah. I mean they're And they have no crushing, so it's like it's like attacking stuff with zombies at that point, right. honestly. But Yeah. Anybody else have any comments on magic artifacts for? Uh, and do we always take them as a uh, as a horde? horde or? Yeah. yeah. Is there any the, use for any? Once you once you drop down a regiment, that nerve you don't really benefit from the region and the ensnare yeah. as much. Yeah. So you, you would take a you would you would consider a regiment if other things in this army were not available that but they are. I mean, so, right. and we'll get into that. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, let's 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 get into it now. Hank, you want to take us through the next unit? Salamander Primes. Sounds heavy, good. Heavy yep. infantry, speed five. Um, they hit on fours, defense five. Troop is um, a 10 12 nerve, 90 points. We have a regiment of uh, 14 16 at 135 points. A uh, horde 20, 21 23 at 225 points. We got crushing one, and you can exchange shields for two handed weapons, lowering defense to four, and increasing crushing strength to two for free. What do we think about the unit? Um, I haven't personally played them. Um, I've played against them. I think the the, the defense five is good. Uh, if you really need like some extra crushing, going to crushing two, I think is probably good. I mean, they don't do only hit on four, so I don't know in a regiment this unit if, you, is if you would get awesome. that much out of it. This unit is awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the way I the way I use it, I take them in regiments. Okay. I take them. Why, in two, why regiments? Two-handed regiments because they they can nest in your checkerboard really well. So they're heavy infantry, though, so they're a little bit bigger. Yeah, but I take three hordes of earth elementals. So yeah, and so I take two of these and three of those, and then they're they're in between. They make my checkerboard, and so I have them a little bit back. So unless they have something that can get in between the the earth elementals, as soon as they bounce. Then these guys come in with crushing two with the earth elementals that have crushing one and brutal, mm-hmm. and it just smoke people. And their break point for cost investment is really good yep. on defense five. So that's what everybody, everybody kind of poo poo's them a lot. Like you really don't see a lot of people take them, but honestly, they're better orc axe in my opinion. Like they're slightly better in, in my opinion because you can have the uh, you can have the two handed upgrades. Yeah, it's just people people don't forget about the pathfinder. They lost pathfinder right, yeah. from two e. But you don't need it in this army because you can force them to not be hindered. Yep. All the time. Yep. So easy to do. So easy. Yep. I love them. Yep. What about magic artifacts? Nah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Cheap. Give them crushing two and. So drop them down to. Yep. Yeah. Drop. Defense four. I, I do. I do. Yep. I mean, you don't have to if you want to. Well, you, you bring up a good point. If they're paired up with the earth elementals, it works well with the, yeah. with the extra crushing. So here's here's what I like to tell people a lot is like if you're not going a whole bunch of surge in your army, the salamander like like. If you if you do the cross comparison on like doing salamanders versus doing a horde of fire elementals, mm-hmm. is you're paying pretty much the same points, but you're gonna get more attacks on them. You're gonna you're mostly always going to get fronts on fire elementals anyway because they'll be second lines. Those will hit just the same in the front. The only downside of the salamanders is like a horde or something like that is that you're gonna get double charged almost all the time or triple. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why the regiments are the the sweet spot. Dylan, you want to take us into the next unit? Yeah, sure. Uh, we're into ranged infantry now. Our whole one option. Uh, Nyad heart piercers. Oh man, these are so good. <laughs> yeah, we we heard a little bit about this in the Brotherhood review. Um, speed five, five five plus melee, range four plus, defense three plus. Uh, troop regiment, unit strength one and two respectively, uh, attacks eight and ten respectively, nerve nine eleven for the troop, thirteen fifteen for the regiment, uh, one twenty and one sixty uh, respectively. They have regen four up. They have eighteen inch piercing one 
harpoon shots with steady aim. Uh, and they can also take a frenzy otter, but why would you? Why would you? <laughs> yeah. You so make sure you have vicious. Yeah. <laughs> dope um, hitting on fives melee. Nice. I love these guys a yeah. lot. Yeah. I think they're probably one of the best um, regiment size like shooting units that there are. I think piercing one shot in this game at 18 inches is like the the bee's knees right now, in my opinion. Just having that threat range of 23 inches uh, mm -hmm. uh, put together, your 18 inches plus your five inch move is pretty dope. Um, the regen makes them again you really have to actually put an investment into them to like you usually don't shoot them off it is possible to do it but like i brought a i brought some that i'm playing here this weekend and every time somebody has to put something into them in melee to take them off because you, you you're not just going to shoot them off most of the time. well because you're going to be in terrain they're going to be yeah, taking oh yeah. a negative oh yeah and then unless they're investing you know 20 plus shots yes you know you're just region on that back off yeah it's a huge investment to get rid of them so i like them i find them quite annoying to play against dude uh, garrett has the three units yeah, yeah. very effective yeah. i mean especially against armies with like defense four mm -hmm. you know yeah, where, yeah. where the one piercing guy yeah it's defense six yeah they don't shift you'll as much you'll find that even defense five it's actually very nice because it, uh, in this army you don't have a lot of shooting which is what you're gonna see um, they're your go-to units to pop on those three and four wounds you need to get onto units that make them st make those wounds stick and then go in and hit with your units because you're going to see there's a lot of units in here that are a lot of hitting on fours. You need, the, you need those odds in your favor when you make those commitments mm -hmm. once you get in. Absolutely. I found it hard playing against it to actually counter shoot them off the board. Because they're going to be in terrain most of the time, anyways. And with that region four, whatever little plinking you put on it. No, then it works as a cannon. So, yeah, <laughs> so eventually you have to get something over there into them to actually kill them. So, yeah. yeah. So, the tricky the tricky trick of playing these guys, um, I know that, like, they have steady aim and everything now. And the issues of putting them in terrain as the way that shooting rules work right now, everybody's like, oh, well, I'm going to take a minus one to shoot with them. You just make sure that, like, if you're going to if you're gonna get charged by something, just leave some of your unit to where if it gets charged, it's they're still going to hit the piece of terrain, just barely. So, like, your left clip of your unit can still just barely be, you know, a hindered charge. And it's still a hindered charge. And your leader point's still unobstructed. Yep. It's not a problem. And you can always... People will play tentative, and then you can just... Back them up, shoot again. If they don't, if they don't charge you, back them up, shoot again. Like you, it, they have to charge, and so it's always going to be hundred charge. I, they lost in snare. They used to have in snare last edition, everything like that. They would be stupid good if they still had in snare because, and they would, yeah. ha and they would, ha and they would have to be a regular. They, they've been made regular again, but they would absolutely be irregular if they were. Oh yeah. If yeah. they were. In so what magical artifacts? I, I, I would guess no magical Nothing. artifacts. None. No. We all agree on that? No. All right. So the last unit of infantry is the Hunters of the Wild. They're also heavy infantry, so they're on the 25s. Mm -hmm. Comes in a troop and a regiment. Uh, unit strength 1 and 3. Attacks 12 and 15. Nerve 10, 12, 14, 16, and points 105 and 160. I'm going to let Dylan chime in because you use these guys, right? Are I you the it. only one, or is there a lot of people using uh, them? I, these, are the, these, are, yeah. these are the bees knees? I, I used them at the beginning of third. I used them before... They were good. The army got the Wiltfather. Okay. So and the Wiltfather gives the, ver the verdant... Uh, yeah. Give, so they have the verdant keyword, right? Vicious. And then that so it gives them yeah, vicious. So, they got, so they're better they now because really they hit on yeah. threes. But I was using these before, and I, I switched them to the two-handed You're like one of those guys who liked the band before they were popular? 
Okay. I know. I, I get know. you. I don't know. Uh, Jeff's been playing this army longer than me, so I, I played with two regiments. They're the pretty awesome. I had. I really like. They're them. very. Good. I mean, they're very good. They, they were good scouting up uh, with like the tree herder and forest shamblers. So. Well, I mean, fifteen attacks is pretty good for a regiment. Yeah. So. Um, Hitting on threes. When we Bain were. Chance probably key there too, though. Yeah. To have Absolutely. So when we were rewriting this army, it was um, for the RC stuff. There's usually like two RC members working on each army at a time type of situation. So me and Chris did it, Morris did most of the force of nature stuff, and we wanted the um, we wanted the hunters of the wild to just be something that in last edition they were they weren't taken right, and we wanted them to be unique right. So having something that scouts and still defense vibe, but hitting on threes all of a sudden and is not a shamble unit, it, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. So they still have a, a high volume attack, which most, like they, they have an elite amount of attacks, like mm -hmm. 15 attacks, like that's, it's no joke, man. That'll catch you out. And then hitting on threes, they take as much of a punishment as a re for a regiment as like uh, four shambler regiments and everything like that. So yeah. they're hard to remove. If you have any kind of heal support in the list, like almost always takes double charges to kill them. Like right. There's almost nothing in the game that just comes straight up in the front of them and kills them. So you can scout with them, and you would always scout into terrain anyway, and they'll take a hindered charge, and they'll, they'll get you, man. I mean, and with the new Wiltfather upgrades and stuff like that, they're even better, you know, because they're so good. There's only four infantry units in this. <laughs> yeah, army. Yeah, is that, is well, that, I mean, that seems low to me. There is, but when you see how many, you know, large infantry. Yeah, so kinda, I guess it makes up for it. it. It's it's the theme of the army, right? Yeah. So the, that's the whole point is that, like, Yes, there. Yes, there aren't a lot of infantry reg, uh, infantry units. But if you look at the difference in sizes, there there's more size options in the infantry in these than most other armies have. Like there's not horde options. Like most you, most and you armies got heavy have infantry and regular and, infantry. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So in terms of models, obviously the the naiads, mantic makes naiad. Correct. Both yeah. harpiers are regular uh, ensnares. The 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 salamander prime obviously they make salamander models, right? Mm -hmm. What are we using for hunters of the wild? Salamanders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not using salamanders in your other, yeah, that would be if you're not yeah, running yeah. salamanders. So I will be. I'll be honest. I, I that's what I use. Like if I'm taking them to a tournament right now, so I use the salamander models. But like it's just because I don't have my other stuff painted. But like hunters of the wild, like I'm uh, thinking like beastmen or something. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Feral so beasts. Longhorns, or like yeah. longhorns, like the old uh, GW longhorns. Super dope. That's what I'm going to be using for mine. But also. Uh, the old uh, uh, wood elf, like, um, forest scar with, like, the halberds. Yeah. Two those, weapons. Oh, so cool, man. Yeah, yeah, those are really cool. And there's uh, the the uh, GW dryads. The yeah, yeah, dryads. Yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. They work very good, and you can get a pretty good value. Yeah. You know, you get a, a and then you can use them in the Order of the Green Lady, or you can use them mm -hmm. in an elf army. You know, yeah. all kinds of yeah. My silver silver army. Yeah. Well, the, pro the problem with them is that they're large, in they're, they're lo large infantry. Oh, sorry, not large infantry. Sorry. Heavy. Heavy infantry. And in those other armies, there's no other heavy infantry. Oh, so they can't be. So, the Hunters like of the Wild specifically yeah, yeah. are in yeah. those lists. In, I see. Yeah, they're not gotcha. in them. Yep. Yeah. You, you guys are educating me. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the cavalry. Obviously, Jeff, you've been talking about these, so go ahead. Centaur. Oh, yeah, baby. Bray Striders and Bray Hunters. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Cav, we'll start with the Striders. Is uh, uh, Honestly, these are just really worth covering together um, just because they're really almost the same. Uh, so, the Striders are uh, Speed 8, Melee 3, and Defense 4. They come in troops or regiments. Uh, the troop is 6 attacks, regiments are 12. 
1113 or 1416, 105 and 160. Uh, they've the Striders. They've got Crush One and TC One and Pathfinder. They can take a frenzied daughter. So we'll start with these guys, and then the other ones are pretty straightforward afterwards. But um, so people only look at this two ways. Every you're only one side of the coin on this, right? Is um, some people look at them and go, "Oh man, they just suck." There's only like 12 attacks. What's the point? And they're, and they're all defense for. But the other people are like, oh, okay, well, this is like a really cheap unit for a regiment. A lot of unit strength, unit strength three for it. Still fast, you know, Pathfinder. Pathfinder crushing strength crushing and, and thunder, TC, which and is a nice for any cavalry that doesn't have rely just completely on TC. And, and they can take Vicious for five points. Five point Vicious, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> right. And they're never going to live longer than, you know, two combats anyway, so who cares? So, I mean, even if you're putting in a heavy cav unit, you get flanked on a heavy cabinet by almost anything, it's going to die. So you're, you're doing almost as much punch as, you know, a regular heavy cabinet. So 12 attacks is almost as good as coming in with, you know, horse, like uh, knights from Kings of Men. 16 or something. Kings of Men knights, yeah. you know, with 16 attacks that don't mm-hmm. have Pathfinder. Right? No, and, lose a and, and have two Thunder Charge. Right, yeah. Right, so like you get punched mm-hmm. in the face, now I got nothing. Yeah, these guys are going to hit back at least with Carson Strength yeah, One. Yeah, so the the downside on them is though that like you do have to support them. They're not like they're not like you can put them in by themselves to anything because right. they're not going to kill anything by themselves. So magical artifacts for these guys, frenzy daughter, <laughs> frenzy daughter. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. So when I run them in my list, I don't do anything on them, but I always run like two or three of them. Yeah, that's and I always they're always second line, and I yeah. always put two of them into whatever I'm charging. Yeah. The threat projection is is real. So, like, it, they're they, in my opinion, they're probably one of the best punishing units that there is. So you give people charges on elementals and stuff. You let them have those charges, and then you set these guys up as like a second, you know, wave. And then they're the punishers. They hit the six, mm-hmm. defense they, six. They yeah. stick, and then these guys come in and poke these them. Guys come preferably in the flank or yep. something. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's that's yep. their job. And then they they have this huge threat bubble, so they can go one way or the other. Like they have multiple mm-hmm. charge options all the oh, time. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is another unit that's got overlap with others. Herd, for example, has. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the Centaur. exact same in Herd, except for I don't think Herd gets the like uh, the, the upgrade. They, they don't get the frenzied daughter often. No, so no. they're better in they're better in nature. Yeah. yeah. So for me playing dwarves, like I kind of learned that I, I play these all like show breakers, right? Because they're kind of on that yeah. line of like uh, mm-hmm. being kind of fragile and stuff, mm-hmm. but very similar damage outputs. So. I don't think of them as cav at all. Like, I think of playing them as very fast shield breakers most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's interesting we look at it with the crushing strength. I do think the uh, the RC might have missed the opportunity. Um, well, this of, is your chance to tell them. Uh, <laughs> of not giving this unit Strider. Yeah, well, because the Bray Strider. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah. All right. Well, the next one's yeah. Centaur Bray Hunters, right? And they're just the, the shooting version of that, right? They're the same. They're, honestly, this is the same thing. They just they have the same nerve. They have the same... The only um, difference is one re- the regiment's yeah. one less unit strength. Yeah. The regiment is five more points, and you get bows for them, right? So you, you gain bows, but you go up to hitting on four in melee. Mm, and five yeah. with the range. And, and five with so the I guess range. that's why these you still will take the hard piercers over these guys, even though it's the 18-inch range. Yeah. The fact you're hitting on fives. Is so not, the not only as good. reason to go with those dudes is if you are having like some combos later on in the army where you've got like um, uh, heart piercers and some lightning bolt and stuff like that. 
then they come in where you just need that extra little plank damage or they're really good at removing like chaff and stuff like that. But the big bonus for them, I would say, is nimble. Being able to move those guys 16 inches and then do a pivot on one of your turns to get like, if people aren't like respecting them. TC1 in a flank is still pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. if they're hitting on fours. Well, if you're in a flank and you're at 24 attacks, yeah. and with, hitting on fours, And with right? ample amount of uh, Bane Chant in the list, like, they'll, 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 they'll get you more often than you may think. I would never run more than one regiment of them. I would never run them in a troop because the troops are just... Yeah, die too quick. So would, squishy. Yeah, I was just thinking about thinking running one of each on like a far flank. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, you know, clearing yep. some chaff. You yes. Know, yeah, putting out some wounds for the to help the striders win the you know, that yeah. single combat. And, you you yeah. wouldn't take them if you're like if it's like one of your only shooting units in your army because like it's almost pointless, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean people are just like, oh well they'll just shoot those guys off and it'll be it, right? Because you don't have enough, you know. You don't have enough options for target prioritization, right? So they'll just take those guys off and then deal with the rest of it later. And magical artifacts on these guys? No. I wouldn't. I, is that like a theme for most of this, these units? Forces of Nature is down and dirty and cheap, man. Lots of lots of dudes, not a lot of shinies. Okay. You know, that's my thing. So we had four, cav- uh, four infantry. We've got two cavalry. Now we're into the large infantry where they have five different types, four of them elementals. Yeah. And you can maybe argue Force Chandlers are just like the wood elementals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Dylan, you want to take us through? Yep. Uh, four Shamblers, large infantry, height three, speed six, melee four plus. Uh, no range, defense five plus. Um, uh, they come in regiment and horde, unit strength two and three, respectively. Uh, attacks nine and 18. Um, nerve dash 14, dash 17. Points 120, 200. Crushing one, Pathfinder, Scout, Shambling. These dudes are awesome. Mm-hmm. I love these guys. And they have the Verdant rule, which plays even real well. B- even more even better, right? Even better, yeah. So, how do we run them? Horde all the time? No. Uh, okay. No? <laughs> I, I, I run, I, at the beginning of third, I ran a mix of them. Uh-huh. Uh, I had like, I would run like three hordes and three regiments, and I basically used yep. the regiments as chaff for the hordes mm-hmm. uh, and the tree herders. These dudes um, are good in every flavor. There's yep. just no way to go wrong with them, honestly. Mm-hmm. They're probably, uh, the scout is what makes these guys just so oh, dope. Yeah. I mean, turn one threat, like just. Oh, yeah, charging. Yeah. yeah. Charging 12. I can't tell you how many times I've put units into stupid regiments. You know, like, it's just a regiment. Like, I'm going to kill it, right? And like Dash 14. And, it's the same thing with the older Berserker Braves. Like, those, those fearless regiments are and have large infantry. And hold up two or three turns, you know, and, like, they, they just they don't die nearly and, as And you've got a lot of heal in this list, oh, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> and the will fires hanging around going, hey, buddy, here, want some life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you only throw, like, um, stuff into them so many times before you learn your lesson. You know? Well, they, they, and, and if you don't kill them in that go, when you make that gamble... Like you can lose something that's just way more valuable. They're than not even. wavering, so yeah. they're they're sidestepping out of the way. Something else is coming in, and then they're getting surged mm-hmm. in, and the then tree herder. Yeah, it's just yeah, stacks on stacks. And the, it's crazy. The the my favorite way to use those guys is to because scout you can go at the double through terrain of any kind, any way, shape, or form, or whatever. Is to I I just always line them up for something that I can scout and be in either an obstacle or hindered terrain of some sort. I prefer obstacles, honestly, because then people think that, like, oh, well, he's definitely not going to charge me over that. Well, I'm not. I'm going to move him, and I'm going to surge him. <laughs> so they're not going to be hindered. Right. But, 
But yeah, like they're 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 super solid, and if you can get them into terrain, which you should almost always be doing anyway, minus one to hit them, and then defense five at a fearless fourteen is not easy to remove. So I mean, it's fun. It's a little extra pricey, but like going like items wise, giving them the plus one movement so that they can scout fourteen. And then char awesome. charge on turn one, get turn one A, and punish the person who deployed on the line is pretty dope. But <laughs> it's happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I liked I, I like these guys in a in a in a scouting list. Um, Hunters of the Wild, a few regiments of these, a couple hordes, a tree herder or two, maybe one tree herder, one wilt father, um, or you can only take one wilt father. But uh, and then just every for now, every, maybe you can. Yeah. yeah. And then just every game, like blocking off objectives before the game even starts. Yeah, they gotta get through you. Yeah, <laughs> yep. It's just it's really fun. It, yeah. I mean, it's not like top tier, but it's just really really fun. It's it's definitely it it definitely forces people to play not the game they're expecting to play. Right. And it's a legitimate strategy to have like a fifteen hundred point scouting worth of scouting list. I've done it, and it puts people's headspace just in the weirdest spot because they're just not used to like your whole army being on the center line before they've rolled to see who goes first. <laughs> and the drawback to that is like if you don't have scout your own scout to kind of counter that, I mean you're sitting there and your first turn if you move forward, like you're in charge. You're in charge. Yep. Yeah. It's definitely a very viable strategy. It's particularly fun and invade. <laughs> yes. I bet. Yes. I bet. So, or or push is one of my favorites. Push as well, yeah. Oh, you yeah. throw the tokens on them and, oh, shoot, I'm pretty much on your side. <laughs> Let's roll to see who goes first. You know, it's 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 real. Yeah. So next we've got four units of elementals. They're all very similar. They're all 130 for the uh, regiment, 220. Uh, rather than go through all the, the, yeah, the yeah. stats, why don't we just say... What's different? I mean, I'm going to say, obviously, Earth Elementals, the big thing is you got the defense six. Yeah. They're moving five. With, yeah, the easiest way fours. is just to say, what's the base stat line? And the exactly. base stat line is a four shambler without the scout. Right. So yeah. these are all four shamblers that lose so, scout. So hitting on fours with defense five. Yeah. Yep. They all lose scout, and then they add their benefits to it, right? Yeah. Right. So stone elementals, okay, they're... One slower. Right. They First gain one nerve, right? And yep. they gain brutal. And a defense. And the defense is six because they're so heavy they lose a speed, but they gain a defense. Right. right. So it's like D and D stats. Let's pull one from here, put it over. Right. Up and here. then the air elementals are yeah. speed ten. Right. But drop uh they're they're actually hitting on threes, right? Right. And uh they have fly, nimble, pathfinder, and champlain. They lose so, their crushing strength. And they lose their crushing, so they they hit you a lot, but they you better get them some main champ. Yep. And uh you know, the fire elementals are crushing two and vicious. So yep. in Malay, yep. Yep. Well, Super good there. Matter. I guess yeah. it wouldn't matter if they had shooting attack anyways. Uh, water <laughs> elementals bonus is that they gain a speed. They become speed seven. Oh, it's Strider. And then instead huge. of Pathfinder, which is irrelevant, you have Strider. And regen the, five. the difference is irrelevant because you can't move at the double anyway. So it's only better. Right. Uh, and then they have regeneration five plus, which is nice, but it's not like it's not a four plus. Right, it's not a four plus, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not it's not in snares. So let's go around the room. What is how do you rank those? Yeah, what's that, let's one, do this. One, two, that, three, yeah. four. So I'm gonna go first just based off of what I personally like mm -hmm. and what I've seen and all. Sure. Um, yeah. I think one of my favorite ones, regardless of how good they are, would be the air elementals. But 
if I'm going to take one out of any of these, it's probably going to be water elementals. Just because even though they're not defense six, with the strider and the regen, they seem to absorb a lot of damage just like the defense six I found. Mm -hmm. And um, you make them nimble and you give them haste. Yep. Water. So water's your choice. Yeah, water with haste turns into basically cavalry, the range, like a cav regiment with yes. um, Strider. With Strider. Yeah. So. You're not a water guy, though. I, I play with Earth Elementals. Right, because you're, you're old classic. I want yeah. the defense six. Defense six and heal. Yeah. That's how I roll. Mm -hmm. What about you? You're a finesse player. You must be using something else. Water, baby. Water, too, as water well? Water all day, every day. Yeah, like Hank's, Hank's seen the Saint uh -huh. scene. Well, Strider's a big deal. Yeah, right? And then Regen 5 big, yep. doesn't sound like a lot, but yeah. your defense 5, so yeah. they're already not putting a ton of wounds on you. you can, you'll nick you know, a third of the wounds coming back. Yeah. And to be fair, yeah. I am kind of biased. Like, I, I, I would prefer the, the Stone Elementals or the Earth Elementals because I play that a lot with Dwarves and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I played so much against Jeff with water elementals. I've seen what they're capable of almost on a weekly basis. And, um, yeah, you're kind of stupid if they, you just They keep them. you so honest is the thing. Is like So uh, it doesn't seem like it's a big deal, but speed 7 is... Is faster than infantry. As, as the R, like on RC stuff, it, anything that was over 6 is when you start like adding points to it. So they really didn't get their points added. Right, so they're still at that 220, so they didn't really mm -hmm. take a hit for that. Like, they were right on the cusp, so them being shambling still kept it like as a balanced thing. But being speed seven means that you're gonna stay faster than any of the infantry stuff, or at least a vast majority of it. You'll be as fast as some heavy cav just right there, and you'll have strider like some of the big heavy cav does, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so those are all really big things. Strider is having having an ability to have Strider on a unit is big for the price point. Um, but I would say that stone and water survivability wise almost, pardon the pun, washes out, right? But one's got higher defense, one's got regen. Yeah. So one, I mean, as far as like shooting plink damage, I think that they're equivalent. When you start talking about like the overall grind deck. You know that could weigh weigh a little bit more towards Earth Elemental. Defense six better. is pretty good. Yeah. But in this army, it, whether if you're taking heal, you're taking heal to heal stone or water. Water can heal themselves, and you don't have to use the spells on them, so they can heal themselves. And you throw heal on top of it, so they get that up Double. really quick. But they mm -hmm. but they spike easier, right? So you have to play smarter with them. You can't just like leave. Earth elementals are absolutely better at going someplace and just putting them someplace, right? Yep. And saying this, this mine now, right? Mm -hmm. Like this mine, like so. But water, with the nimble and stuff. I know everybody knows like the nimble trick that that are pretty much right. Yeah, you yeah. Know, uh, the, the the course route. That everybody's now that's every, flooded the internet. Everybody is now. <laughs> everybody is now figured out exactly. Um, so that's one of them. But I will say that the biggest part about the nimble on the water elementals is not that. It's that you have you have a 14-inch charge and that you can nimble around units, like being able to go, I will pivot. You can get them into places. Not, will, not just on the charge. The, you can get them where they need to be. Yep. I mean, you can end up moving 24 inches in this turn just because, like, okay, A to B is there, and I can see you, and it is 16 inches from my closest point, but I've got to pivot, go out here 12 inches, and then back this way 14. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's still legal Because yeah, you're measuring as the crow flies. Yes. Yeah. Right? And still then legal you're, And then you do your pivots while whatever. Yep. So, I mean, that is, that, that's a thing. Uh, so that's a big thing. And then um, 
the other biggest thing in for this army, if you're not playing much shooting, is the flyer defense. So what, what water elementals can do that no one else can do is if you take the nimble and something flies anywhere remotely close to you, even if it flies up and over your line, most, most, most elementals you'll just be able to turn, kind of go over towards it, and like you won't be able to, to charge that turn. Or if you have to turn all the way around, you'll turn around because you can only turn in place, right? You can yeah. only completely Change reform, mm -hmm. reform it, right? Yeah. Well, if you do one pivot, two pivots, you can still move seven more inches mm -hmm. after those two pivots. Right. And get your surges on top of it. So, like, you can't fly by. You you, you cannot. If your water elementals are anywhere in the middle or, or third of your board, it's impossible. Like, they, they will get to you. So, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I do like the earth elementals, too. I, yeah. I think defense six. And I like the cross. I play a lot of dwarves. So, the cross. That's, these are elementals. Are, yeah. You know, you got fire elementals in the salamander list, right? Mm -hmm. Earth elementals in dwarves. Dwarves. Uh, do the, air it, show up anywhere else? No. 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 What about water? In the, in the water and Trident Realm. Trident Realm. And Green Lady. And the Green Lady. Yeah, yeah. Air is the only one proprietary. Yeah. So let's talk about this. We talked about what our favorite is. We got two for water I will and two say, for earth. I will say the hidden gem is probably fire. Uh, fire Crushing element. 2 is awesome. Oh, my God. Crushing 2 is vicious. Yeah, Crushing 2 is vicious. Yeah. It's, it's a hidden but gem. It's, but it's hitting on four, so you can spike that. Yeah. So what's, what's the one unit we don't play with? Jeff? Mm, so what's number four on that list? Okay, so literally I just said the fire elementals are a hidden gem, right? Yeah. But it's fire elements. So like <laughs> I, I put my whole I put so my you whole like them, together. you like them worse than the air elements. They are the they're the they're the horde that I I always have in my army and then I get down to points and I'm like, well if I just pull them out, right? Because I'm one of those people that I like to take the whole ring, right? I take I take the full ring. I take either two earth and two water, or I'll do Two water, one earth, a fire, and then forest, right? So, like, it's always, what am I going to get rid of? Because when I play my surge-heavy stuff, I just say, this is my this is my reactive army. All I do is I put it where I want to be, and I don't do anything. I don't charge anything at all, and I just wait for people to charge But if you me. just bane-chant the water elementals, then, right. you're, then you don't have vicious, but, I mean, right. you're kind of getting the same bank for the buck, and you are faster and you regen so I, I can see what you're saying yeah well hank what's the what's the one unit you're like ah these not so great um well the ones that i have painted like i have fire elementals that i still need to paint but it's probably the air elementals like i really do love the air elementals and when i'm playing like um two or three beasts of nature or, so they're another or, flying unit right? if, if, if i yeah if i have like a lot of flyers in there i absolutely want them in there um, and I've had great success with them. But at the end, depending on what my list is, if I need 220 points... I'm They're gonna, the ones going away. I'm going to drop them for something, you know, that's got defense 6 or defense... And air elementals. Defense 4 is a rough... Air know. elementals, you almost always take hammer measure force on yes. because then you just you can reliably know how much they're going to do. Right. So they become yeah. even more expensive. Yeah. Right. Dylan, what's the unit you're like? These, nah, um, not for me. So I, I did play with the fire elementals... As my as my two like mm -hmm. finesse pieces mm -hmm. that I would nest. You in have between. finesse, yeah, man. It's part right. of the game. Flaming is king. Flame come on, yeah. is king. But it was almost a hundred point drop per unit to knock them down to salamander regiments with two handed weapons. That's yep. So it's like eighty five points I think per regiment. So that's kind of what I did with them, and I I don't like them or the air elementals really. So. Uh, you, you mentioned nimble on the water elementals. Any other magic artifacts you want to take? Uh, I like haste on the water elementals too. Ooh, so you get to I put eight. 
Yeah. So Iron six, Resolve six, and three. Half Leech on Earth Elementals. Yeah. Right, because so, you get into combat and then the defense six, you're already not taking a lot of wounds. It's like, yeah. The, the problem, though, well, I mean, it's not too expensive, but like you're not getting into that many combats with them. Right. Yeah, I mean, if, if you got the points, uh, if you, you know, 20, 25 points left over. You always end up yeah. with five points, so I always take the uh, heal brew because. Most of the time, you'll find that like your that iron resolve is ever going to kick twice on them anyway because people aren't going to shoot them. You're right. only going to be so really you're just as good off rolling that chance to try and get two heals on them, and then by then you got a druid or a unicorn. Exactly. Or, I mean, five points for a guaranteed plus one nerve is not right. Right. Bad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Woodland creatures is the first swarm or the only swarm in the list. Mm-hmm. You love them. You, I've seen them uh, lots, lots, lots. <laughs> give us this, the, give us is, the lowdown. This is the one that pained me the most to see. Like I, I the try, changes to it. I tried yeah. so hard to keep them what they were. I was okay with the points staying high. Out man. This, so this uh, is the part. That what do we got? Me. We got All woodland right. creatures. So They're what, supposed to be like little woodland forest critters. Woodland, woodland, crit- woodland critters. Little, like squirrels a, and stuff. Well, there's people who know what that is actually from. Dan King somehow got the name to pass, and I don't know how that happened, but it did. <laughs> you ever seen South Park? Can you see like no. like early like? I mean, I have uh, seen South Park, but maybe not this his, episode. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so that's what it's from. Um, so yeah, woodland critters are swarms. You got regiments and hordes. So regiment is um, 12 attacks, nerve 911, and 80 points. And the horde is 24 attacks, uh, 12, uh, 14 for the nerve with 130 points. Their speed six, melee five, defense two. They fly, nimble, pathfinder, vicious melee. So. Does the keyword for beast do anything for them yet? Nah, not right now. Um, So what what did they lose? Let's start with that. Yeah, so they lost six attacks on the horde, which um, is big, and they lost one speed. So they used to be speed six, but if you you could pay for like 15 points, you could upgrade them to speed seven and gain fly. So they were always nimble, so you're not really gaining or losing anything that way. But if you left them on the floor nimble last time, you wouldn't you wouldn't lose your nimble because of fly, right? Mm-hmm. So you could still do some really cheeky stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, now you always have fly. Now you always have fly. So it's actually worse in my personal Because you can opinion. lose it. Yeah, it's worse. Um, but the six attacks, losing those um, was painful because if I, I was running them in third with a hammer measured force and letting people throw... <laughs> Dragons and stuff charging. I took it to Adepticon. I, I got some flanks on there. I straight up killed um, pharaohs on wing worms and stuff like that yeah. in one go. So you, you come into a flank, sixty attacks, hitting on fives, pathfinder. So I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be fine regardless. Yeah. Wounded on fours. I don't care what your defense is. Oh, and they're vicious. <laughs> so like it. It was just so. It was so much fun because it mathematically. No, if you pick, if you put them in the front. You'll do five wounds. You do them in the flank, it's 10 wounds. If you get a rear, it's 15 wounds. That's just all day, every day, and you can depend on it because the Pathfinder and the Vicious. Now, like 24, it, it doesn't sound like it, it doesn't sound like going down to 24 is that big of a deal, but that's mathematically two wounds that you're, or two hits. Well, and you're really, their, their key is not the front, right? It's the right. flank and the rear. Yeah. And right. so at that point, it's two wounds times two right. or three yeah so. so their thing was is like yeah so you're you're getting two less hits which is one less wound on math right so it's one less wound so one less wound in the front one less wound in the front but you're pretty much paying almost the same points 
it's it's only like 10 points cheaper than it used to be. I will pay those 10 points all day, every day yeah. to get them back to the I, plus one more speed. Speed 7, like I said, yeah. speed seven's a thing. I always thought it was funny, even the regiment with the 15 attacks. Yeah. You sneak them into a flank and your opponents get eyes get wide when you say, tell them you get 30 dice. <laughs> yeah, and then they're just like, oh, okay, five wins, okay. Yeah, like whatever, yeah, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, I mean... They're good for a chaff unit. I think the issue with them is just like in a lot of the other unit uh, armies that they're available in, is uh, overshadowed by other things. Sure. Just a have you know, like a peg, which we're gonna get to or whatever. But points wise, it's almost exactly the same to go that way. They're the same unit strength. Even if you take a horde, it's only one unit strength because it's a swarm, right? Right. So that's really the thing. Does a swarm? Get, is there any benefit to being a swarm? No, Not really. Yeah. I mean, it's a height it's probably, thing. Yeah. 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 Height, yeah. All right. Well, do we put? We don't put magic artifacts on these, do we? I mean, I mean, you could still you could still, still play a horde with a hammer, hammer measure yeah. force. I still do it, but. but it's not like the most optimal choice. And again, you do have to, you have to play these guys like you have to hide them. You have to hide them the first three turns. Well, never, let, two, never let right, anybody and they shoot. Hits them. Yeah, they are a turn five reveal or a turn four on like if you're gonna get a really like you're gonna kill a three hundred point unit with it. Absolutely. Yeah, they're a support piece now. Like so, you'd wanna if you. <coughs> You, you know, you can sidestep an elemental horde and then sneak them into a flank and then surge that elemental horde into the front because mm -hmm. you, you, you're dropping, you know, two to, mm -hmm. you know, a few wounds because they lost those attacks. <laughs> so, you know, it could, it's, it's more of a, I would see it more of a hobby choice now. You know, yeah. or, uh, uh, or a, like a fluff choice. Whoa, Dylan's or, talking about hobby choices? I know. I thought yeah. you were hardcore, man. No. So, You're on the wrong podcast. Whatever. Yeah, if you can find a hill to go camp on, basically what you do is you get all your other stuff lined up with your battle line, let st set up charges that you're on purpose, letting them get the charges. Yeah, yeah. And then you're on the hill so you can see up and over everything and then use them as a punisher. So, you you know, you... you you countercharge their earth elementals and you bring these bros in the flank. Dude, that's what's up right there. I mean, like <laughs> stone elementals uh, just in the front. Yep. Add the brutal, bring those guys in the flank. There's not too much that won't die to that. Right. So, Hank, do you have anything you want to add on woodland creatures? Uh, woodland not, creatures? Not, not really. <laughs> woodland critters? I played against them in second, but I haven't seen them a whole lot in third. Well, you want to take us into the large cavalry? You want to take us through them? Sure. Uh, we got Scorch Wings, Large Cavalry, Speed 10, Melee 3. Um, range or they they hit on fours on their range attacks. Defense three, regiments and hordes. Um, they're 120 points and 200 points. 11, 13, and 14, 16 with six attacks on the regiment and 12 attacks on the horde. And they have fly, nimble, pathfinder, thunderous charge one. And they have fire sparks, which is an 18-inch range attack with steady aim. So they got the same range as some of those other good units we talked about. They hit on fours, but they don't have the piercing. So they have melee three, though. They do yeah, have melee, melee three. three now. It's funny because I played against this unit today. You got a regiment. The 1113 is too low, man. Like it's just just low enough where like a cheeky dice roll, and they're they're not doing yeah. anything. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I I personally don't think you want to run them in hordes, though. Yeah, so, I mean, they are good. Uh, it's just how you play them. Right. Uh, it's, you have to always keep them out of any actual threats. They have the movement to do it. You never commit with them ever on turn anything that's before turn four unless you're just like, I'm going to go pick that up definitely type of situation. But these guys are there to plink. 
pop, pop on, you know, two or three wounds a turn, maybe remove chaff so that you can get your other stuff in, so chaff removal system, um, even just keeping them alive and just planking the whole time, just keep them alive and then go pick up a, you know, a objective at the end and stuff, but their, their threat range is really good because you can just sit there and shoot with them, and people gotta extend to get to them unless they're gonna shoot them. And if they're using their shooting on that, they're not shooting their stuff. Not, the only thing I think of is uh, yeah. they, they they're gonna be able to like those big shield units. They're gonna be able to fly to the flank and get in those shots where it's defense five and maybe and, you know yeah. again there's no piercing but like it's better than shooting them in the front. Yeah, yeah. they're they're good for keeping people honest on like. Um, in my opinion, the the better thing that they're for is when you when you're moving around, you let them dictate where your opponent's frontage has to remain looking the whole time. Mm -hmm. So like if you if you just have them out on the side and your opponent would like to move forward and not be in a flank from this unit to that unit or something like that, it just keeps them from moving forward because they have too many angles they have to hit. And when you're in a surge heavy army, counting all of those angles during a game is nearly impossible. Yeah, yeah, and also just just the raw value of them as chaff. 120 points is a little, a little on the expensive side. Yeah, but they do but fly. But it's pretty chaffy. And they fly. It's a pretty chaffy price. Yeah. And they're most shooting chaff. They're going to out. They're going to outmaneuver. You got six chaff. Uh, six attacks, right? With yeah. the regiment, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, let's talk about uh, no no magic artifacts on these guys, right? No, no, no. no. You want and they're cheap. irregular. We did you, you mention that they're irregular, right? Right, you want them cheap, and the, the the last thing to point out is they are a flying regiment with unit strength two. Yep, great so for late game. Great. Absolutely, late great late game shenanigans. Uh, who wants to take the Nyad Worm Riders? Anybody? Hank, you want to go again? Uh, I'll go ahead and read it. Sure. Yeah, man. Uh, Nyad Worm Riders, large cavalry, speed eight, melee three, defense four. Uh, regiments and hordes available at a 12-14 nerve, 15-17 nerve, uh, 9 attacks for the regiment, 18 for the horde, 130 points, and 220 points. They have CS1, Pathfinder, and Regen 4. I used to see these a lot in 2nd edition. I have not <laughs> seen them in 3rd edition, so I don't know. You guys talk to me about Warm I'll let other people ring in first because my, my my opinions are controversial on these. So okay, I, I think they're I think they're still a good unit. The, honestly, the main reason um, I don't run them, contrary to popular belief, is a hobby choice. Because I have these those models are hard to put together. I have these. Oh, they're the worst. Yeah, the, the oh, me yeah. multiple metal piece models that have to stand up like that. Uh. If you haven't seen them, they're like basically giant snakes, right? Like, they're, and they're very difficult. To I got a regiment of those. They're still in the box. I so gave I them, them to him because I bought. They're them worse than the fiends. Oh, that's <laughs> so bad. Like, I love Mantic, but like they make them out of resin, bro. So bad because they're so heavy, you gotta pin them, right? You and, can kill somebody, with and you they're and yeah, murder them. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Keep but, going, um, Dylan. You're on a roll, my but man. Yeah, it's still. I mean, crushing one Pathfinder Regen four with defense four is is not something to forget. What's the keyword Naga give us? Nada? Nothing. Uh, nothing right now, right. nothing, but there was a, uh, there was something in the works. So. All right. Well, maybe we'll see it in the future. Yep. And Nyad, did that give us anything? No. Uh, not right now. Okay. Uh, it's more of a keyword because it's a carryover to, like, Trident Realm. So. I mean, Regen 4 is pretty good. And I, I mentioned this is, a, this is an army unit that can go into the Trident Realms because they're in that unit too, right? Yeah, Are they yeah. exactly the same? Yeah. Yes, they 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 are from Trident Realms. They just so happen to exist in Forces of Nature because they're buddies with Trident Realms. Right, so. I four. I mean, they on paper they don't look that bad. So all right, Jeff. 
Yeah, so give us your opinion that no one's going to agree with. Playing them wrong. Yeah, yeah. My opinion is everybody doesn't know what the hell they're talking about. Um, yeah, we haven't. Jeff I'm has sorry. never said that before, has he? I'm sorry. I don't dude. think so. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, the thing is, so they used to be 240 points. So every other speeded, like any other cab units in the game, you'll notice they kind of went up in points by comparison to what they had because. Speed got reevaluated in the matrix of how things happened, and we put a more premium price on speed. And obviously, it hasn't deterred anybody from taking it, so it's not obviously a problem by charging more for it. These guys went down in price, mm-hmm. so they were 240 points for a horde. They're 220 now. So what they lose? They lose. They lose a TC and a speed. They were, but they weren't. That's the thing. They were in a cock pack. You're right. They got a plus one speed in a cock pack, and people seem to forget that those are trial things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was. So they were still speed eight, but they had the extra speed. No, speed nine on it's on the last. It's not. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like the why. So you know the reason why? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, Because they were very good. (laughs) Because at speed nine, why would like. They're, they were the same price as Lycans, but better in every single way. Yeah. <clears throat> like, not that's not even... Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. You, oh, you get nimble with Lycans. So... Well, I like, took two hordes and put yeah. strength on one and nimble on the right, other. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So what? Um, so uh, the bonus here... So this is the way I look at it. They are a weird cross class. And for that 20 points that they went down, you can now save that 20 points and put them into other stuff in the army. Or, if you're really that worried about it, you can just go ahead and pretty much add Brewer's Strength on these dudes for not very much more than they were already paying and get crushing too. Mm-hmm. My opinion, you'd be playing him wrong. They're, they have Pathfinder. You always put these guys on a hill or in cover, right? So if, you're, if you have the opportunity to put them on a hill, they're getting that TC for free. You're still getting the TC... And they've already got speed eight. You can go and plus one movement for fifteen points. You and that's my other argument is like, we're not speed nine anymore. Okay, cool. Pay the pay the upgrade, make them speed nine, they're back to their regular points. It's yeah. literally the same. And then argument. you can still do the hill for it's, it's, it, it, exactly. And you're at the same points. Yeah. So anyway, my, my point is they sit in a weird spot. So um the reason why they're the stats that they are is because of Trident Realms. They are bring over from Trident Realms. And damn busters and, and worms would have been this weird spot. Everybody would have only taken one or the other, and you have to have something different. So in Tri Realms, there's not Cav, right? So there's no Cav. This is their Cav choice. It's just on a different base. That's all. It's big Cav. It's just a bigger. It's just a bigger base. And the bonus of that is you get an extra height. And now everybody says, why is that a bonus? Because they're height four. You can see over hills. There's height no hiding. Hill. There's no hiding from these guys over hills. And they can see over those hills. They'll still get the cover from hills. They get all the bonuses from that kind of stuff. They can see over your large infantry models. Height 4 is a bon- is nothing but a bonus on these guys. There is no downside to having height 4 on them. So they're, they're basically large infantry stats, but a regiment of knights uh, for how they operate, right? Same speed as knights. I would argue that a knight unit having TC2 is equivalent to crushing one. Because they're going to be hindered. Because they're going to be hindered. Uh, I think it's equivalent, and they grind better. And then you swap out defense five for defense four, but regen four plus. (laughs) Like, 
that's a pretty good deal. It's a pretty good deal. So, I mean, I think they're great. I almost always take one unit of them. If I had a second painted unit for tournaments, I'd probably take my second painted one for it as well. Um, I think they're really good if you're doing like an elemental line mm -hmm. and then you just use them to sit back behind the elementals, not directly behind them, but just as threat bubbles on your two thirds of the table. And they are so scary because hitting on threes with 18 attacks with Pathfinder, you're always going to hit on threes. Yep. It's, Unless you line them up on a fence, but... And, like, how many Bane Chant sources do you have in a Force of Nature army? Like, I mean, you, it's never going to be a problem. Only a few. Yeah, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> Only most of the best ones in the yeah. game. So, yeah. we talked about a few magic artifacts. What are you taking, Hank? If you take these guys, what are you putting on them? Uh... If I take anything on them, it'll be what Jeff says. <laughs> so, yeah. I've seen him run it with Blood of the Old King quite quite often, and that works out pretty well. So. Elite and Vicious for a turn. Yeah, so everybody's everybody's like, I don't want to do wounds to my own guys, but like, you can choose when you use it. If you if you are making a charge that even at, when you're done killing that unit, you don't need them if anymore. There's not, if, but but when you're done killing the unit, you're gonna get. If you pop it and you kill the unit, you're you're going in after. If there's no redundancy, that no nothing to punish you afterwards, why wouldn't you pop it? Oh, you're going to do wounds to yourself. You're going to four up regen next turn. So it's like you do six wounds to yourself. Ah, that's whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get three, three of them back right. automatically. I don't care. Is it, everyone looks at w one specific piece <clears throat> of mm -hmm. anything in a vacuum. In a vacuum. They don't consider the entirety of the game. Yeah, if you remove all the other but. threats, that, then, like, who cares? Like, yeah. it's like... Yeah, and you can choose when you can put it. Or, you know, charge something, charge something on the far end and put one piece of chaff yep. next Between to it. Yep, between it, done, yep. And then... Insulate yeah, them, right. just insulate them. Throw a Pegasus over there, something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Something like that. But uh, Blood Old King is really good because Elite and Vicious on a unit that hits on threes in Pathfinder it, and rerolling those ones is dope. And then you go to your Vicious for that turn and you've Bane Chanted them. They got Crush One and uh, another Crush One from Bane Chant, possibly off of a hill is TC1. You're only not wounding on twos. So hitting on threes, rerolling ones, and wounding on twos, rerolling ones, it's a pretty dope unit. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. I'm like, like, yeah, that really shines late game. Like he's killed a lot of my units. Like turn four is usually when I see them get some kind of action, maybe turn five, but usually by turn four. Yeah. They're going in and killing something late game that I need. Yeah. If, I mean, people are sitting at home right now, like, rolling. Oh, but you got to put all these points. You're, you're, you got so many support points to do it and stuff like that. You're going to pay those support points anyway. You're playing Forces of Nature. You have all of that stuff in your list anyway. It's just yeah. what you're doing with it that turn. Right. You're never. There's not a person that's not taking all the support places anyway. So it's not like it's extra to do that combination. Yeah. Monsters. There is a ton of them. Mm -mm -mm. So let's talk about the Beast of Nature because that's probably... My favorite. Oh, yeah. uh, it's a pretty Martin standout monster, it's, Dylan. All right. It's both of their favorites. I'll let them. Yeah. I'll let them get juicy. Fight over it, Dylan. <laughs> the Beast of Nature is a hot five monster. He's Did you say a hot height, five monster? Height, height five monster. Oh, I couldn't help that. Oh, he's hot, so hot, hot five. Ah, oh, so sexy. Uh, the voice of Arkansas over here. Oh, yeah. uh, speed seven, melee three, defense five, uh, unit strength one, five attacks, fifteen seventeen. 150 points. But let me tell you his real profile. <laughs> so um, for 40 points, he gains speed 10 and fly. And for 15 points, he increases his attacks to 7. Uh, you can give him a breath attack uh, for 15 points. Uh, that's kind of a flavor choice. You know, take it or leave it. Uh, but he's crushing 2, Pathfinder, and Vicious. 
he has a bird in special rule too. And he's a bird. So like, oh, that's just. Well, they ch- when they gave nature the yeah. will father, they changed it from elite to vicious, so it doesn't affect him. Yeah, uh, I see. Yeah. So, um, it, it he already has if you don't take the upgrade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, yeah, this is a beautiful unit. Hank, what do you think? Beast of nature. I always take two. I take three. Yeah, <laughs> I take three if I can. I only have two painted, but yeah, I, I love them. How do you guys use them? So, I I use them as they're kind of like a third layer. So I I run the, the elementals at the front. The salamander regiments are kind of checkerboarded back a little bit, so they can kind of swing into flanks and support the earth elementals. And then when stuff starts bouncing off of the the tree herder and the earth elementals and things, uh, that's when I start looking for flanks or start looking for backfield spots to park in and, and spin around. Uh, that's that's how I play them. So because of that, I I don't usually take the uh, the 12-inch range attack because they're usually pretty far back, um, and I'm usually not trying to waste a turn on 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 shooting. Uh, I could see a I could see a late game value in 15 points of just like clearing a wounded unit off of an objective, um, like something that might be just like uh, 21 inches away, but you can move. 10 you can't inches charge them, but you can, you yeah. Can, yeah, you can shoot. So them. and for 15 points, if you got 15 points, you know it's probably worth it because they have straight vicious, so their breath attack is vicious as well. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how I play them. I don't know. I like right, uh, running them together behind the water elementals um, just because they can see over there. But I'm, I'm usually an idiot, and I usually end up flying them up and over too soon, and I end up getting at least one of them killed. Water elemental point. turns around and then... But, uh, yeah, I like putting them behind my elementals, and then when I get the chance, popping them out where I have um, more angles for, for flanks and stuff. So I do, like, a springboard and stuff Jeff, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I mean... The obvious way to go is is basically yeah what what Dylan was saying with the um, you know upgrades and seven attacks and the fly basically they're like miniature dragons if you do the math on it it's really uh, if you put a dragon into a forest to charge something they're equivalent because this guy has Pathfinder he's as good as a dragon on any other army in the front face to face in any other unit if you're going face to face or or on a hindered charge at all so even if it's a flank he's as good as a dragon is in the flank he's mm-hmm. mathematically he's the same but wow. he's a hundred points cheaper yeah, yeah. you know what i mean uh yeah he doesn't inspire himself that's one of the that's one of the biggest differences yeah. right so i would i would argue that would be a majority of the difference but for that for that you also are on a 50 millimeter base not a 75 mm-hmm. so i mean take it or leave it i will say i have been messing around with doing the um, beast nature on foot option and not going wings just to, because the 40 point thing and going with the breath weapon and where it works is in a very specific build it's always better with the wings and everything like that when you're going for a combat build because you get all the different angles but if you're going like double heart piercers and some lightning bolt and then two beasts of nature the Beast of Nature can insulate the Heart Piercers really well so that, like, nothing can really get in threat range to kill the Heart Piercers on charges, so it makes you have to shoot the Heart Piercers, which we already know, like, that's a lot of commitment to take them off to do that. Mm-hmm. But they combo up with those really nice. And the math on that is is if you are doing, like, if you don't take the, um, e- even if you don't take the Vicious Upgrade with seven attacks, which you're always going to, but... Um, 
if you do the if you do their shots, that's twelve shots. And if you're not getting flanks on them anyway, it's twelve shots into the front of something, right? So it's twelve. I'm pretty sure it's ten. It's ten. It's ten. ten. So ten shots and hitting on fours. If you're going to shoot on fours, you know it's five hits. If you're going to charge in the front of something, even if you're hitting on threes, that's five hits. Five, yeah, roughly. Yeah. So versus anything that's not, yeah, you know what I mean? Average, it's yeah. just as good at shooting in the front of something if you don't want to make commitments. So like, if you're going to charge in the front of it, the issue with charging is that you're ending up wherever your opponent wants you to be on the charge. Sure. Right? You, they dictate where you land. Right. If you're just shooting, you just have to be somewhere within 12 to do that. So they don't dictate your board position at that point. Right. And you're saving 40 points. Yeah. So I will say it is an option, but it's an option within a build. I think you have to build specifically for sure. it. Otherwise, I think that it's always better to have the wings. So I will say it, it is a choice, but you'll always see it with the wings, I, I think. Yeah. Well, and the other monster we see a lot of is Pegasus. Hank, you want to take us through that? Sure. Uh, we have the Pegasus. They're a 10, 12, 80 points, three attacks, speed 10, melee 3, defense 4, fly pathfinder, and TC1. Pretty uh, good. Best chaff in the game. Why you say Maybe. that? Why do you say that? I think it is, yeah. It's... Cheap as chips, speed 10, melee 3. He's a monster now, not a hero, too. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so 80 points. The, the bonus on that is uh, he's defense 4, right? And he's on a small base, so he's 50 millimeter base right there, so he can do lots of little tight maneuvering and stuff. But he's still unit strength. You can go fly him off and do stuff. The big thing, he's Pathfinder. So you can fly 20 inches, land in terrain, whether you clear it or not, on your, on your way to your destination, right? Yeah. So you, you can play him kind of like a knucker, like a like not as good as a knucker, obviously for offensively, but you can still you can still keep people honest because if you fly up over something and then take a pivot, even on a flank on stuff and threaten, sometimes people will be like, oh, you know, like whatever, don't care, it's not gonna hurt it or anything like that. But six attacks in a flank on something hitting on threes with TC one is enough to is enough to do some damage when you combo it in with some even right. with like it's even like brace and striders that that's enough exactly i was yeah i was just fixing to say they're not only great chaff but they're flexible chaff because they can be that support piece as well you have to they're not just pigeonholed yeah. to that one role mm -hmm. so that's what that's what makes them fantastic and how do you run them as a support role well just what he was saying like you can you can sneak them into a flank and support that unit that we talked about earlier, the the striders extra. that have to have just that little bit to push them, push that combat over yeah, the edge. Extra and, the, of yeah. To yeah. and the other bonus is, is the magic height number for uh, for this is he he's height four, so he can see over all of your normal units, even your infantry and and large infantry units. Height four is the number because then you can keep him nut to butt with other stuff, get cover shot covered from shots, yep. import you know port over that stuff like that, and he can still charge up and over your stuff because he's got the fly in order to go lock down a unit that you're considered you're you're concerned about getting a double or triple charge onto said unit of your choice and for he's cheap like he's like dylan said cheapest chips 80 points who cares you know you lose him you lose him yep he's changed a, he's changed a lot and since 
second yes. base, right? I mean, so maybe, maybe I mean, he used to have a, a little bit different role, I think, in second. He was, he was, he was too good in uh, in V three with the lightning That's bolts why, and all that. No, no, he, he that was a little un, winged unicorn. Yeah, he used to be. Oh, I'm thinking this is the Pegasus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pe- yeah Pegasus, his bonus. He used to be a hero, right? But he hit on threes. He had, I think it was Crush One and TC One previously, mm-hmm. and it was just like no one ever took the. You know, the um, Forest Warden, because, like, why would you? If they're the same points, pretty much, and you get fly and all this other, like, why would you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think he's. I think he's in a good spot now because he doesn't take a hero slot. But I used to take him. I used to take him and take a the dragon breath on him too. Take you know, breath weapon ten and yeah. then and then <laughs> right because he's a monster means no yeah, magic no, artifacts. no more no more artifacts. Yeah. So that kind of this kind of keeps him honest is just doing the job he's supposed to do. Oh yeah. Well, we've got three other monsters. Jeff, do you want to maybe go through them? If it's the Hydra, I'll go. <laughs> we've got greater fire, greater air, and greater water. Yeah, so we got air, water, and fire for the graders, um, and then we'll get to titans. So greater air uh, is speed 10, melee 3, defense 4. It has 10 attacks now, and it is a fearless 18 for 180 points. It comes with uh, fly, nimble, pathfinder, shamble, and TC1. Uh, You can upgrade it with the windblast 6 or a lightning bolt 3. if you're like me, uh, Windblast 6 pretty much comes auto-include with it. Late um, game, push them off the objective. I think Windbla- like Windblast 6 is the reason to take the greater air elemental over a winged beast nature. That's literally the reason why I take it. I, I think people undervalue Windblast incredibly. If you're a very, if you're a good player with Windblast, you can you can win games literally just like just with the wind blast right i've done it <laughs> so hank is to play against it often enough so <laughs> wind blast sucks <laughs> it does it does You're, you end up with infantry units that look like tetris pieces because you have to like make sure everything's interlocked at these weird angles particularly with doors because you only get you know four inch speed movement and then you get blown back 10 inches because of all the wind blast you know it's hard to make up that speed absolutely so you got to watch all your angles and, and like interlock all your units so you don't move that much oh yeah it'll keep you honest man you gotta you gotta waste 140 point individual keeping it behind your unit so it doesn't get pushed back and stuff and, and that's forcing you to play a certain way it's it, forcing you to take play those, away you and don't want to take play. those little micro pivots so that you get pushed back into your own unit and yeah yeah, yeah, it really puts a kink that's, in your plan. That's the big thing. Like Dylan said, it it it, it is twenty. It's twenty five points to force your opponent to do stuff they don't want to do, mm-hmm. regardless of whether you use it or not. They gonna they're gonna respect it and play a different way. Just, I feel the same way about war machines. You know what I mean? You yeah. take war machines not because they're gonna do the damage. It's gonna because it's, it's gonna force people to right, it changes be, their behavior. They're gonna be hiding, like, trying yep. to get. It, Pack into terrain and stuff. Exactly. So we got air, air elementals, greater water elementals, very similar, but they got speed seven, mm-hmm. melee four, defense five, but same cost. Uh, and then they have two less attacks and still a dash 18. Uh, crushing two, regen five, shambling and strider. I like this guy. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's a lot like, uh, I know we didn't go into it very much for the taking the different sizes of the um, um, elemental regiments and hordes and stuff like that but he's he compares really well to um the nerve point for a horde if you if you're if you're just looking to use the horde as an anvil 
this dude does it better. He is less unit strength, but he's more maneuverable, and he will hold just as long, if not longer. Mm-hmm. Um, for 180 points, I find myself with the greater water, I'll throw him into something and just lock it down, knock off its TC or something like that, and then I'll just sit there and grind it and then yeah. keep it honest for a turn while I bring in something else. I, I love him. I, I think he plays a lot of the same roles as like a water elemental regiment or horde. It's just in a different package, you know. But he gets the crushing too. So if you're if you're a little crushing light in your list, having the crushing too is nice. Don't think he's gonna come in and just go ape on somebody and destroy him because he's not going to. <laughs> but but getting flanks with him, absolutely, you know. And that Strider, Strider man. Yep. I mean, it's it's like a cheap giant, really. So. The one thing, the one thing I like about him is um, the surge shenanigans because he is on such a, a small base to really pay attention around him. I've been caught out a lot of times just on little angles that I haven't seen because he can move so far and uh, pivot such a small base. I mean, you can surge him just about anywhere you want to. Absolutely. How about the fire elemental? We uh, Greater fire elemental, are we taking that? Model's great. Yeah, I, I, I've, been, I've been looking at it uh, because I noticed it went from Fireball 6 to 8. Mm-hmm. It was Fireball 6 in 2nd edition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crushing 3 is nice. Crushing 3, Vicious, uh, Pathfinder, Shambling, of course. Um, vicious Melee is the problem. So I think, yeah. I think the thing that would make it more prevalent in the game right now is if it went from Vicious Melee to just straight Vicious. Yeah. And I think you'd see it more often. Right. I, I have played it um, probably 20 games or something like that. I think it's good. The Fireball 8 is good. But when you take him, you do the thing that I was talking about where you take uh, Two Foot Beast of Nature and a Fire Elemental. and That's what I was just fixing to say. The Foot Beast of Nature mm-hmm. is a better Fire Elemental. It is if you're not running tons of Surge and Shamble for the army, right? Because right. then the, all the angles, right? Yeah, so, well, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. But just, yeah, just straight up. Yeah. Uh, straight Vicious. And two extra, two extra uh, yeah. dice on your range. Yeah, because his bonus is he gets crushing three, so it it can come into effect. The big problem with V two and stuff, he had crushing four. You're like paying for all his crushing, you're never gonna yeah. use. And yeah, yeah. So so we got three greater elementals. Well, we haven't got to the Titan one. The Earth, oh but, yeah. But of the three that are the monster size, which one we taking? Is it the water every time? Is it the air? I mean. I'm gonna say. Hey, I, Mark, I would, Mark, give me one of those. I would say air. Is that air? Hank, what about you? What's what's Thanks, your favorite buddy. of the three? Uh, I like the air too. Yeah, and Jeff, you're gonna be baby. the contrarian. Water. All okay. Day. All yeah. day. Yeah. And the model's cool. <laughs> yep. Yep. Mark's been playing water elemental all weekend. What do you think it. about a greater water elemental? I like both. Yeah. Greater's better for the small footprint, but the uh, they're honestly both good in tandem. Yep. All right, well, let's get to some Titans. Let's talk about the other Earth Elemental, the Greater Earth Elemental. He's a Titan. Now, why is he, I guess it's just because of the model they've got. Big Daddy. He's just so big, right? So he had to make him a Titan. And it wouldn't fit on a... It's not true. I've got I've got mine on a 50. I just had to slot him <laughs> into a 75. Okay. It's doable. <laughs> so, obviously Titan. He's height, height 6, but uh, he has speed 6, melee 4, defense 6, uh, unit strength 1, attacks 12, dash 19, which is getting up there now. Uh, Fearless 19 is pretty nice. 230, and he's brutal, crushing 3, shambling, and strider. Dylan, you take this guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Yeah, sometimes. 
Sometimes. Sometimes. What's what's the role? I mean, how do you use him? He's defense six. <laughs> you just push him up the, the front. The role is he has a six in his defense profile. You put him down. You just put him down something's throat. Obviously. Well, he's dash 19, too, which is nice. Yeah, and, and he's brutal. So he kind of... He just compounds with everything really well. Um, he doesn't. So. He doesn't lose that speed like uh, the other ones do. He's still speed six, which yeah. is a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and twelve attacks. You know. Yeah. He's Hank, what do you think of the great earth elemental? I mean, I think he's a, a great roadblock. Um, I still think I would probably rather take a tree herder, personally. I yep. mean. Once you play with um, Kragoth for so long, going back to a regular grader is just kind of <laughs> yeah. kind of lame. So. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, in, again, you know, over, big overlap in the dwarf list, right, for the greater earth elemental. Oh yeah, if anybody, I've got played, probably I mean, six hordes of oh, yeah. elementals painted, yeah. like earth elementals. Well, let's jump over to the Hydra, Jeff. Yes. So Mantic was dead set on getting rid of the Hydra. We 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 wrote rules for it. We submitted them, we had them in playtests, and then Mantic goes, stop putting it back in the list, we're deleting it, it's not going to be a thing. And long story short is, I called Ronnie Renton and said, this is why that's a bad idea, and that's why we have a Hydra. <laughs> so what, So go over the stats and tell us why we so, should love this model yeah. and this, or this unit. Yeah, so um, the Hydra is... It's only available in Forces of Nature. Uh, it is a Titan. It's speed six, melee four, defense five. Uh, it is five attacks, but there's a caveat there. Uh, 16, 18 nerve, and 150 points. Holy shnikes, 150 points. That's so cheap. Cheap. All right. Uh, crushing Strength two, Pathfinder, Regeneration five. That's, love that regen. Yeah. All right, multiple heads is his caveat for the attacks. In addition to his basic five attacks, the Hydra has a number of additional attacks equal to the current points of damage it has. So the more damage he gets, the better he gets. Yeah, so one of the things that changed about the Hydra from last edition is that now it is a Titan. And to represent that, it's on a 75-millimeter base now, and he got, he got an additional nerve point. He went up 10 points uh, in uh, cost for, for that, but... One nerve point on something that has regen is a pretty big deal, especially when you get extra attacks from it. So to dependably have any chance whatsoever at killing a Hydra, mathematically you have to have done at least seven wounds to him to have any way, shape, or form to really win. Realistically, you had to have like eight wounds, right, to have any shot. Because that's a ten to break him at that right. point. He got to have. He got to have. Eight I played wins. him today. It's yeah. very difficult. It took yeah. me three turns. So yeah. So you. I mean, and if you and if you're really closer, it's more like ten wounds. But anyway, so mathematically, you're gonna have to have eight wounds for it to be anything of relevancy. So really, he's five plus eight attacks, right? So thirteen attacks for a crushing strength two pathfinder guy for 150 points. That's pretty dope. Like that's re that's really good. It's really good. So what this guy does best is hold tokens and force you to come have to deal with him. Yeah. For a 150 point guy that you can just throw anything on or throw him on an objective and just be like, "Yep, I'm here. Yeah. Deal with it." He's 
Point for point, in my opinion, he's the best anvil. Now, people like the greater earth elemental, but you're talking an 80-point difference for something that can do literally the same thing minus the fact that he can't be surged. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like in V2, it was easy to ignore the Hydra. Mm -hmm. And then just like he would never get his bonus. Yeah. And just whatever. You're in a strength one. Mm -hmm. uh, and so he could keep he could keep charging back into you and doing his little five attacks on four. No who one cares? cares. Yeah. But now that he's on a 75, he has a bigger board presence. And I, I feel like that causes you – it forces you to pay attention a little more to what he can do on the board. And it lets me buy an Atlantis Miniatures model. I love their Hydra model. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, there's a lot of cool Hydra models out there. You yeah. got a favorite? I have the limited edition um, Kickstarter only of uh, uh, Grebo Games. Yeah, the one that was like associated with the Blood Bowl team, but yeah, yeah. it's not really Blood Bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, really my God, nice. dude. It's just such an amazing model. I mean, one of just one of the, my favorite models I own. So, like, I really struggle to not put a hydra at least one hydra in every game i mean like well hydra is such a classically so i mean it's such a i mean it's the hydra of, right like that's yeah. a, it's part of the conversation i had with ronnie i was just like look like <coughs> this is lo like this is this is something that everybody grew up like i love hydras and like, like, like yeah like and and it's so easy mantic could absolutely make this make a hydra tomorrow if they wanted to but right now resin and stuff like that but like right. you could use 80 percent of that dragon that they already have put put heads coming out where the wings already have or the new knuckle don't points. they have a new knuckle coming out yeah, too I mean, just like so easy yeah it's you can be just, so yeah. easy for you got, them to do you got a model in mind Hank for a hydra that you uh, I'll have an artisan guild printed one okay yeah I had to artisan guild's got some nice it. stuff yeah but the, the hydra like unless it has tokens and stuff on it that's another one of those things that I played it enough that I know just to leave it alone unless I absolutely you gotta kill have it to yeah and that's the thing it's so cheap you can have it in the center of your battle line if it doesn't work out it's only 150 points but if he doesn't break now he's got a bunch of extra attacks well, yeah, so, so you get like, the 10 wounds and you break him I can promise now you now you got though, extra wounds if right. you're gonna, oh, extra, extra damage extra if, attacks if you're gonna yeah. break him you're going to at least dedicate probably close to 300 points or more of your own. Only thing takes out a Kydra is some cannons. 18, yeah. <laughs> cannons is the answer. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. takes a lot. Don't worry. I, get, I know why you're joining the team. And then you if you the don't, cannons. they get all the extra all the extra attacks and you, you get punished. So the more damage you do and don't break it, I mean, you get punished for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And, and, and one of the other things that, like, the, one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to keep this thing in the game, it makes... For the best stories, when people do twenty wounds and to snake it, eyes. And snake eyes it. I'm and now we got twenty five attacks. Is, wow! It is the most memorable. Like you will. I mean, no one get no one gets mad either because they're like, all right, <laughs> this is gonna be dope. I can't yeah. wait. I, like you can't even get mad. You know, it's just it's so it's so classical. It, it it feeds into the whole like snake eyes and double sixes of of the game. Mm -hmm thematic moments you right. know you know even though i said in the beginning man there's only four there's so much variety in this list both the large infantry and the in the titans and the monsters hero section is two pages i mean like they got a lot of heroes dylan why don't you take us through the druid and the glade walker druid okay the druid is a um infantry hero spellcaster level one height two speed five melee five who cares about that? Defense four, one attack, no one cares. 10, 12 nerve, 65 points. Mm -hmm. Individual inspiring, Pathfinder, come stock with heal two. 
Uh, you can mount him on a steed to give him speed nine. Um, becomes height three for 25 points. Uh, Bane Chant two for 20 points. Lightning Bolt two for 10 points. Surge four for 10 points. Mm-hmm. Wind Blast four for 15 points. Very good. This is the best BSB in the game, without question. By far. <laughs> 65 points, and you get not only inspiring, you get a, a ton too. of other stuff. Yeah. You, you, and, he's and a you BSB. All, and if you want to do Wind Blast, the, there's all kinds of The options. fact that you don't have to spend 20 points to give him inspiring might make him the best caster, like infantry caster, right. in the game. I, I mean, is there, is there a Forces of Nature army that does not have a druid? No. There is. No. I played it today. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you're not a very good player, so I guess well, yeah, I wasn't piloting the list. Okay. He's okay. self nerfing. He's self. Yeah, he's self policing. <laughs> so, Druid, awesome. Uh, what What do we give him? Oh, well. Like, first of all, what options and then what magic artifacts? Surge. Oh, oh the surge. surge is auto. Ten points for a surge four is yeah. the best value surge. Because you're gonna get him up to one anyways, one. right? Yeah. yeah. I take Surgeon Pain Chant. So, you know, that's something like, like we, that comes up a lot. Like, how much to put on, you know, like how many different spells. Like, I got a Kingdoms of Men wizard that's got three spells. It's like, having a couple is good, right? Like, you can do something in there every but it's turn. An investment. It's an investment. But the issue is. Toolbox. The, yeah, but the, invest, the thing with the Druid is. He's never gonna die unless you leave him out to die. I mean, like he's so insulated, it almost never matters anyway. So you could you could buy five spells on if you really wanted to. Yeah. But what I what I found is if you're gonna go past three spells, you just take two druids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the, that's the that's the best that that would be the best way to do it, especially because having that um, you're you're gonna want that support anyway, mm-hmm. and so that that way you're not. Putting all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. Yeah. So loadout that I like for them is like if you're going for a surge heavy armor army, you always take the surge upgrade, and he's already got the heal too, and then you're gonna take the bane chant. Dude, right? he's like he's like a, a really awesome standard bearer with the loot. Yeah. Already built in and and yeah. the element of inspiring. Yeah. So I get, 65 points. Yeah. So I'll I'll do that. The bane chant, the surge, and then he already comes with heal too. And then you give him a conjure staff because then he'll have heal three, bane chant three, and surge five. Math, math. It's almost the same. Right. Because you're it. you can reroll the one miss. With it's those pretty much staff. the same thing mathematically, and he's still barely 100 points. Yeah. Yeah. So the. Oh, I hear I a butt coming yeah. in here. <laughs> so big butt. After all that, um, I don't like individuals. And so that's why... Because they don't score. That's why I build my mm-hmm. list the way I do. Um, I don't play the Druid all the time just because my crushing is coming from Salamander Regiments and Beasts of Nature. Did an assassin come and get you in the middle of the night and, and, make, and just turn, turn, turn you sour on it? Individuals are great, man. Come on. <laughs> But um, and so I don't I don't need I don't need that surge. Yeah. It I, I the earth elemental hordes I'll I'll put the I'll put the twenty point item for the the surge four on one of the other heroes mm-hmm. just so in case I get the opportunity for that one inch into the flank. But other than that, I don't want to surge with my list because the units with shambling are just my defense six anchors. Sure. So um, you're not trying. Yeah. But, gotcha. Yeah, if you're not doing a surge, if you're not doing like want a surge thing, yeah, absolutely. But like, 
But other than that, oh yeah, it's best it's, it's, best it's caster, so best good. BSP. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, and then and then just taking another dude, taking another take another druid with with the wind blast and um, surge, like just the wind blast and surge because you don't need bane chant. You already have your other guy that has it. Yep. And you can get that little extra push, the little extra puff you need from a different angle. Like, like that's a cheap wind blast on him. And you probably only need it once that game, maybe twice. Meanwhile, he's throwing his heel to get off that one wound from chip damage or the, yeah. the small oh, yeah. surge. He he throws the surge so the other guy can do the bane chant. Like they're tag team in it, you know. Mm-hmm. So Bladewalker Druid's a heavy infantry. He's very similar to the Druid, but he's just got a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Do we upgrade? Do we do we go that route? Uh, or do we just keep them as cheap as chips? Well, the only reason that you do it, the only reason why you do the upgrade to the Gladewalker Druid is because you want a big Surge. You want Surge 8 on yeah. him. The rest of the stuff... The damn dude is 30 points, so he start, and he's already starts at 90. Yeah. So he's at 120. The other stuff I don't really think is worth it. I don't really think... I mean, he's got the heal 4 instead of the heal 2, which is nice. But it's like, whatever. Yeah, I, I mean... It's, I ended it's, up just taking a unicorn. Like, I got rid yeah, of my that's what that, So we're, we're, so we're saying we don't page. take this guy, right? Well, I mean, if you're going to take, take a druid, you just take the cheap one. Dylan yeah. does the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, the thing, the, thing with, the thing with the Gladewalker druid is by the time you kid him out... Um, I mean, just, two of just the surge for thirty points. He's almost two druids with surge, you know. So, uh, you, I mean, you can't swap it. You can't swap. Well, it. you don't take this guy anyways because he's an individual. Yeah, he's an individual. Yeah, he's, that's garbage. But he's just now. If he was mighty, that might change your mind. Nah. Okay. All right. Nah, I need nah. that. I need that US. I understand. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Centaur Chief, speed eight, uh, melee three. Oh, they do have a ranged attack of four, and a defense of four. Upgrade so. it, yeah, for, if you add above. Four yeah. attacks, nerve 11, 13, 110 points. Crushing strength two, um, inspiring centaurs only, mighty and pathfinder. You can take the frenzy otter upgrade. And oh, for 10 points, you can get a ranged attack uh, with a short bow, so. We taking this guy? Uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing I, a little like, yeah. I, I tried him once. I didn't like him. He's not giving you enough, I don't think. So he's good, but he's just overshadowed by other things. Most of the way people want to play him. I think he I think he still has a spot and everything like that. I just think when you see a unicorn in the list, people pretty, like, pretty yeah. much like, yeah, I'll go to the unicorn instead. If you're running a centaur theme... He would be excellent. He can he can move up. He can move up with a couple regiments of Strider, um, pop a couple wounds with his bow, and then he's then he's moving in and doing a couple more wounds paired with the regiment. So like like before we talked about, they they need a couple more wounds. So, uh, so like he to, can serve that purpose. I like to add, like you have to be careful, like what you take him in with, because like when I played with him, right? I mean, he's still an individual, so you charge with centaurs, and I'm gonna and take him out first. Exactly, and he's, he's <laughs> yeah. only and then I'm gonna 11, pop the he's only 11-13, yeah, so he's going down. Take him in. Yeah, that first, is true. He's going mean, to get killed. It's an automatic overrun into your your. Sense so it's like you're just giving him the points if you don't knock him out. How about the Salamander veteran? Does anybody take him? Uh, I, I think yeah. I think he's a trap. Yeah, I yeah I think he's a trap, but I also have seen. I've I've I have seen him do some stupid crap. Uh, yeah. If his aura gave Pathfinder like yeah. the yeah. Salamander Salamander mm-hmm. one did, 
then, he gives elite. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, but if you're coming in hindered, you're hitting on yeah. fives with elite. It's, yeah, yeah, it feels bad, man. But I, I don't know. Yeah, well, like your checkerboard, if you had like three units within a range or whatever, I guess it would be helpful. But yeah, well, let's talk but. about this tree herder. Yeah, everybody loves this guy. Tree herder sucks, man. He's the a monster <laughs> hero, right? Yeah. So speed six, melee three, defense six. Nine attacks, dash 18, 260. Seems like a lot of points, but he's got a lot of rules. Crushing three, inspiring pathfinder, radiance of life, scout and strider. Radiance of life is very awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what, six, uh, six inch bubble, and you get plus one heal back, right? Yeah, and this is actually. And Surge 8. I forget to mention. He's got Surge 8 and Verdant. So, yeah. Um, he is missing, because this is out of the book, yep. so he's missing the 40 point. Upgrade for the will father. Will father, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk. Very, so very would important. you ever not take him as the will father? Yeah. If you can, you would. Yeah, oh yeah. What, yeah. What, what scenario would that be? When you're not running a bunch of ver- or any verdant. Because the will father is the one that gives him the bonus and the yeah. verdant keyword, right? Yeah. Right. So I mean, the heal aura, like, like. The, or if you're already I, running I, a will I, father, I the still would one. say that <laughs> the will father is. Good. I still, I still don't agree that he's auto include. Like, I, I, I he's, he's good, but the issue is like if you're taking a, if you're taking the green lady in a list anyway, you're probably doubling up on death auras, and she can fly over and land in little spots too. Yeah. So the only way that like I think the wilt father is good is if you're running buddy club with like a wilt father and a, a tree herder like within distances of each other, so that. You know, the one tree herder can heal aura, the will and father like death, and stuff maybe? like that. So you get both auras popping over there and stuff. Yeah. And then it, that's pretty nasty. I will say, like, tree herders at the end of last edition sucked. So, like, the complete rework of these things, even at the beginning of this edition, people weren't really taking them until they kind of caught wise about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... I think the tree herder, if we're going on tree herder alone right there, there's a lot of really good uses for it. Also, obviously, the big scouting army and stuff like that. You take a lot of scouting, or you give you give her a plus one to um, movement for the scout 14 and charge into something or just get out there ahead of stuff. But it's also pretty cheeky to add, like, the, the caveat for the Wilt Father is you can't take any items on them because they fixed it finally. Right, so you're not allowed to take items on him. Because he's a unique guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so the tree order still gives you the advantage to put something on him, right? Yeah. So how, how do you, how do you equip him? So that's that's where you take a little ten point uh, light, light, yeah, life leech. Life leech or iron resolve. Uh, and then, well, yeah. See, the life leech is like you're depend. You're telling him when you're gonna get right, this, right? right. So it's, but yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. But like either one of those with. Having the heal aura that impacts itself anyway, you're healing two wounds by yourself every single turn that you're using it Disgusting. anyway, and then throwing heals on it with your healers. So it's really hard to remove that dude. Like, pretty, pr- it's pretty rough. But I will say I've done it with Nimble too, giving it Nimble, <laughs> and this guy, it is amazing. <laughs> Try that people are like, oh, I'm gonna lock down that uh, tree herder. Nah, bro, I'm just gonna. Like, yeah. Oh, and you can't get rid of it either. So try. Oh, oh you can't take the nimble <laughs> off of it. It's nasty, dude. And that's forty points too. So it'd be. So it's a three. Still three hundred. You can have like a. a yep. Father. You can have a nimble tree herder or a wilt father. Yeah. So and those are yeah. Yeah, I think I think if you only have space in your list for one tree herder, I think you take the regular tree herder. Yes. Yeah. Because. 
the main reason, in my opinion, of course, this is just opinions. Uh, my opinion of why the Wilt Father is so good is running him with another tree herder because the, the tree herder is the heavy hitting verdant unit. So, given your other tree herder vicious is where it's really nasty. Yeah. But, uh, so, who takes the forest warden? We got, is he a popular choice? I like him. Oh, yeah. We All right. We want to, who wants he's to, got uh, unit strength. Who wants to, yeah, who wants to take us through him? Dylan? Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll All right. Uh, Force Warden, height three, uh, large infantry, speed six, three plus melee, uh, defense five, uh, unit strength one, attacks three, 11, 13, nerve, 90 points. Crushing strength two, nimble, pathfinder, scout. Uh, comes with surge four. Again, you know, kind of kind of going back, uh, if I'm taking, if I want a druid solely for a surge four, um I'll probably take a Forest Warden because he's got unit strength. But I really like the Forest Warden, especially in a, a scouting list. He's ace. How, nice. What do you put on him? I have seen people put the Loot of Darkness on him for the Bane Chant, for the Bane Chant 2. Loot of Darkness, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I usually just take him straight up. 90 naked. Point, 90 point, unit strength one, naked as a Jaybird. Very cheap, can be chaff, can support. Combat can surge the one inch surge into the flank. He's very flexible. All right, Hank, what's yeah. your thoughts on the Force Warden? I've always used uh, just naked. So I think you scout him up, you put him in terrain, hinder chargers against him, depending on what's out there. He makes pretty good bait from time to time. So is is everybody sitting down? Is everybody sitting down? We're ready. Zypher Crown. <laughs> wind Blast 5, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up right there. I know it shocks you that I say uh, Wind Blast or whatever, but yeah. dude, Wind Blast 5 on this guy. So amazing. Like, it's just so annoying because, like, he is like, you don't need a fight with him. It's just if somebody gives you a flank with him, sure, you'll take it. But otherwise, yeah. he's your search for guy that's just unit strength and, like, Having that wind blast side just to push something around just right so your surge works a different way. Having yeah. another angle for wind blast is is awesome. Um, so one thing I will let people in on on a trick for this guy is if you're going for a, a scout heavy army, you can you can be kind of cheeky with it. Uh, Hank seems to one time before. <laughs> I take a you take a plus one speed on one of your uh, one of your scouting units. You take Nimble on one of your tree herders, and you take the Forest Warden. So wrong, dude. So what you do is you scout all, and you can even take Meat of Madness on another one if you wanted to, but you can do all the scouts, and the people have have posted up on the line at 11.99 away or whatever. Mm -hmm. You could be an ass. Then you yeah. have four charges you can get on turn one because people forget that all, that Forest Warden is on a 40 millimeter base. He can go 12 inches forward and pivot, get the extra quarter of an inch closer. Right, because charges are from nearest corner now. Yeah. It's, it's awesome because they'll, they'll deploy a line and just be like, yeah, I'll go ahead and charge you. I'm, defense. Genius. I'm, I'm hitting on threes, defense five. I'm, I'm like, I'll just chill here because his, his stats are pretty much he's as survivable as a regiment of forest shamblers, and we've already had a conversation about how hard they are to get through. Yeah. So if you deploy him last, you can pull some real good shenanigans on those people who don't respect that deployment line. Yeah, I think yeah. the worst I've had was... You can do that uh, with Tree Herder, too. Yeah, yeah. You, you go up and you take that nimble pivot, and people think, oh, I'm good. He doesn't have any plus one speed in the army. We're good. <laughs> no, you're not. We had one game with, with Haste, I think, on the Tree Herder. 
and there was it was a scout up, and then he had the the forest worm, another tree herder, and I think a druid. Basically, it was turn one. He scouted up. He got turn one. He got a charge from the tree herder, and like, um, I think a oh a, a horde of the shamblers uh-huh. surged in as well. Because I got a long bomb Complete, shirt instead yeah. of John Thompson. <laughs> Double surge. On the flank before I ever got to, to move or do anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 It's a cheeky, cheeky little guy, man. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I love that unit. Jeff, you want to talk about the unicorn? Oh, sure. I mean, probably going to get nerfed sometime soon, I'm sure. Yeah, it's got to, right? I, I just, the standout thing, obviously, he's, he's got a, he's a spellcaster, too. So it's kind of cool. You got a, a unicorn, and he's a spellcaster. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, I mean, like, yeah, first edition, they were just, like, vampires, pretty much. But, yeah, now they're spellcasters. So unicorn is starts out as an individual. We'll go into that. He's height three. Speed 10, melee 3, defense 5, 3 attacks with that melee 3, which is relevant. Uh, Nerve is 12, 14, and he's 120 points. He's got Crush 1 and TC 1, individual inspiring, and Pathfinder. He comes automatically with heal 5. You may select to swap that heal 5 for a lightning bolt 5 if you want to do that. Uh, Or you can buy lightning bolt uh, 5 for 20 points. and he comes. You can buy Windblast five for twenty points, Bastion two for one um, for uh, twenty points, or you can upgrade him with some wings that gives him some unit strength. Um, he loses individual gains, uh, nimble and uh, fly. Um, yeah, I mean he's got a billion options. He's super good. He's currently underpointed, and the RC knows it. Um, but well, how do you equip him? What do you? How do you run him? If you if you do well, a do you run him in the list, and what do you put on him? So I got two loadouts for this guy. I think like uh, I don't actually do him with surge like Dylan uh, will from time to time, but that's just because we play completely different. I like the unicorn with either the conjure staff if I don't already have it in the army, which I almost always do. Mm-hmm. So she almost never gets it. So most of the time I end up with uh, the uh, shroud of shroud of the saint for plus three heal, so heal eight, and that's if I'm keeping her as an individual, and I'll literally just take the heal eight. If I have the extra points, I'll buy the I'll buy the lightning bolt just to like do little pokey stuff. But honestly, my issue with it is if you're using her as an individual, then your heal eight that you're doing, you'll always have a target to heal on this army. There'll always be a target in speed ten and that's twenty-two inches of capability to heal stuff. You're always going to have something within 22 inches to get the heal. And heal 8 almost assures that you're going to get back all the wounds that are on an, on a unit mm-hmm. unless it's dead. I mean, most of the time. Yeah. Or at least do a, a, a large amount. And because the uh, unicorn is actually decent in fighting, if you want to go hit something, just go charge it. It's a 20-inch charge, and it's an individual. Yeah. You can charge anything you could have shot with a lightning bolt anyway, probably. Save the points. Because I find often if I'm taking the heal unicorn as an individual that, like, if I take a lightning bolt, I use it maybe twice. Maybe. Yeah. I'll almost always use it once. But that's a lot. That's a lot of investment for it. Yeah. I, I, I think, and I, I've never been on any kind of RC, so I could be completely wrong. But, but I, think, I think you, instead of attacking the cost of it, I think hit the flexibility yeah. of the unit. Yeah. So maybe make it four plus melee 
instead of a yeah. because if you're taking the heal eight, then it's 150 points. Yeah, which is the same price as the green lady. Mm-hmm. So the green lady can put out it has two less heal, but it has mm-hmm. radiance of life. Yeah. So and she's really flexible too with being able to switch back and forth with cloak of death. Um, but yeah, it is. Pro- there is something off about it. Um, <clears throat> I will be sad if it goes up in points because I, I take it at 165 points every day of the week because I buy wings and I buy a lightning bolt. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I it's definitely be... it's definitely more powerful than it should be. But I would I would like them I would like them to look at the flexibility rather than the points. Yeah, I think if anything, it will lose one of its lightning bolt. Like uh, for the same price because it's buying lightning bolt cheaper than anything else. Yeah. So it will be lightning bolt four instead of lightning bolt five. Or lower its speed even. It's yeah. just calf, and yeah. then only only let it have speed ten. If well, it's, it's, it's problem right now is that it's just buying lightning bolt for cheaper than anybody else in the game. Does. Yeah. That's that's really all it is. Yeah, that's I true. mean that's I mean it, it it's it other than that it's really not overpriced to buy anything. I mean. But, all right. But anyway, yeah. But. I mean, awesome it's also really great with wings because if you upgrade it for that small point cost, you're gaining a unit strength. You know, you, 25 points okay. for US 1 is nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> and but, but you're also gaining that magic number, that height, height four. four. The magic yep. number I keep talking about. That height four is vision. It is, uh, if you're taking the wind blast, uh, it lets you see up over the hill. If you're taking the lightning bolt, it lets you see over hills to yep. shoot stuff, which is a, it's a thing. It lets you see over units to shoot stuff. So if, if you need to see over those height two and height three stuff because people are going to insulate individuals behind units, height four is your number. That's the number you want to have to be able to zip those things, even if it's covered. Yeah. Yeah, so I had a fun list with two of those with wings with lightning bolt and uh, three beasts of nature. It's, it's just a lot of fun flying stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's using the Nia Stalker? No one? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay, I've never yeah, used it. I, I never use it, but I I love its profile. All right, let's talk, Jeff. What do you? How you? Uh, want you go through it? Yeah. So I mean, just like I kind of wrote for Elliot's little uh, uh, army review thing for Trident Realms. This guy comes out of Trident Realms. The only reason he's here is because Trident Realms. So he's an ad stalker. Speed six, uh, range four, melee three, defense four, four attacks, uh, eleven thirteen nerve with ninety five points. He's crushing one and piercing one for a shot, so he's just as good either one of those ways. He's got ensnare, individual, inspiring to self, and uh, pathfinder, regen four plus, stealthy, rules, 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 rules. Um, so basically, I mean, the other stuff doesn't matter. You're never going to take a frenzy otter on this guy. You'd be ridiculous to do that. Um, yeah, only four attacks. Yeah, four yeah. attacks. Why would you do that? Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, this guy is surprisingly good. Um, w- yeah, he's an individual, so he doesn't score and stuff like that. But what he does do is he can he can do just the the dumbest stuff. So the harpoon gun it shoots almost as good as they melee, right? So it's four shots uh, on fours. It's this that's the same as the lightning bolt four, minus the fact that it would take all the negatives, right? So mm-hmm. like if you have multiple negatives, that's the that's that's the only time it is any different. The bonus on this guy is if you're playing against guys that are have have units that hit on fours. I'm talking about trolls and ele- ice elementals, anything like that. You can pop this guy into the front of those guys and disorder them or hold them up because unit of trolls or anything of that sort is going to hit on fours. They're going to go up to fives. Mm-hmm. Eighteen attacks. They're going to hit on five or six. 
five or six hits against this guy, and they're gonna do probably four to five wounds, right? Four to five wounds cracking a guy that's 13. Right. It's not a high not a high likelihood they're gonna kill him. He inspires himself, and then he's got a four plus regen. He'll just sit there all day. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you don't charge them, you can literally just go put this guy in front, then they'll have a hindered charge. And and minus one to hit him from ensnare, yeah. and all of a sudden you got an individual that's pretty tanky when that's not really like his prime, you know, use. Yeah. But also, you can just say fuck it and go kill war machines. Yeah, you know what I mean, like because yeah. no one's gonna invest in trying to kill this guy. This is another. This is another one of those units where people stop reading when they get past the numbers. Yeah, and they don't look at how those special rules can mm-hmm. can uh, synergize with. The terrain rules. Stealthy and individual, and, man. Like, yeah. and then he's got regen. You want to invest how many shots in trying to kill this guy and then regen four plus it? No, yeah. isn't you're not gonna do it. It's not right. gonna happen. This is not gonna happen. You keep him naked. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, let's keep rolling. We've got the Nyad Worm Rider Centurion, Dylan. So he is large calf, height four, magic height four, speed eight, melee three plus, uh, unit strength one, attacks five, thirteen fifteen nerve, one hundred and sixty. Points, crushing one, inspiring, nimble, pathfinder, regen four plus, thunderous charge one. This unit is very good. Is it? You use it. Um, I've had it used against me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, me too. The man across the table. All right. Well, Jeff, take us through it. How do you effectively make this the bane of these gentlemen's well, existence? Well, I mean, I've Garrett still in the room. He'll come tell you. Oh, no. Okay. So, just play Garrett last round, Garrett Mercer, and... Uh, so he put 14 wounds over the game on my Worm Rider Centurion, and guess how many he ended with the game on? That would be zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gen 4 is a real deal. That's a real deal, man. So this guy's clutch thing is um, he has a reasonably decent nerve, and that 4-plus regen makes him so zesty. Is like taking him off the table takes serious commitment. So prime example... Garrett, we just did a Trident off, Trident on Trident, and he put in, uh, let's see, a Trident King shots, Heart Piercer shots, and then the weekend character shots that they have, which is 12 more piercing one shot. So basically two Heart Piercer units and a Trident King into shooting this guy. Did seven wounds, wavered him, don't care, I'm still on the board, it's all that matters. <laughs> I back up. Throw my regen. Oh, I get four of them back. I got down to three. He shoots me again next turn with only two units. Back up to seven. Wavers me. Yeah. Regen him back. Still on the board. Like, it's it's just so annoying. And um, him being nimble and speed eight and Pathfinder is... You, you basically can buddy club him with so many different things. Yeah. He's, he's the ultimate, like, <clears throat> anvil tool. <clears throat> and also, like, in this army, he's... He's like using a knucker, essentially, yeah. in, in, in forces of nature. You don't get knuckers, so you have this is the closest thing to it. He's he's just that harasser unit mm-hmm. that you need to go like, hey, if you do this thing, I'm you're gonna get punished. Or yeah. he goes and slinks in between something. He goes and picks up. I mean, a, a, a being, being able to pivot and go 16 inches in one turn to grab a token at the end of the game because he got Pathfinder, doesn't care about anything like. This yeah, thing's a it's, done, man. Yeah, it's another one of those really flexible. The 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 fifty mil monsters with nimble are the large cab heroes. I have a newfound love for because uh, uh, in salamanders I play 
triple battle captain on Rhinosaur. And they're a little slower, a little cheaper, um, and they don't have regen. But the the fifty mil those fifty mil monster heroes, man, are just they can like you said, they can they can hold up they can hold up a flank, they can bounce around in the middle of your battle line, corkscrewing everywhere. Um, they're just they're just so flexible and so good. And he supports You're always himself. Gonna get flanks That's with the him. thing is like the regen makes him support himself. And this one's even yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just really good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so good. So I I am actually sad that they decided to add it to the forces of nature list. However <laughs> weird that is, just as a Trident Realm player, pri- like primarily now, um, it's. It, I, I just wish it would have stuck to the Trident Realm to make it feel like it had something special. The only reason really why it got transferred over was a, a political thing for, you know, selling models, I think. But, but I mean, like, they want to sell more of it, obviously. But, um, but the Nea, like, he, he was in the Trident Realms before, and everybody's like, he needs to go to Forces Nature, he needs to go to Force Nature. And I'm like, I would kind of prefer he didn't. Yeah. But now that he's there, I'm like, well... Here now, may as well use them. The Trident Realm's got the Nucker. So. Oh. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <laughs> we do have that connector. But so, yeah. Yeah, so let's talk okay. Kyrus. Does anybody take Kyrus? I'm asking this question a lot, and you guys seem to be taking everything. I don't. It's I, an individual. Very limited stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, I shouldn't ask. I do. I do, and I'll tell you how I take him. Uh, it would be in, in place of taking the second druid, and mm-hmm. it's in, it's a meta based thing. So. Uh, Kyrus is pretty much the exact same thing as if you were to uh, take a druid and kid him out. He just has a special spell that allows, I mean, solar staff, if anybody wants to read Right, it. so it's solar staff, 24 inches, attacks 8. This attack always hits on a 4+, plus regardless of modifiers. For each hit, roll the damage as normal. If one or more hits are scored, the target unit is, the target unit is disordered until the end of the next turn. Mm-hmm. The solar staff is then destroyed. It cannot be used for, again for the remainder of the game. I mean, disordering a unit, yeah. pretty much guaranteed because yeah. so, uh, yeah. it's 24-inch range, mm-hmm. right, uh, for one turn. It's, so, uh, it's pretty awesome. Even though it's once per game now, it's a lot better than it was in V2. Because it's dependable. Because, yeah. yeah, you could use it every turn in V2, but it was Is this 50, the guy that used to be able to blind you? 50-50 yeah, shot. It's a, but it's a di- it's a, it was it's a, a one die play. on a four-play. Yeah. So so now now it's like, uh, you need one hit out of it's eight. It's going to disorder. And hit on four? Yeah, What's the odds to disorder. It's going to disorder. You're, yeah. You have to hit. You don't have to wound. So that's the thing. Um, so... It, it depends on your meta. If you have a lot of cav that you're having issues with or you have a lot of shooting that you're having issues with, this is the guy that, like, it's pretty super worth it if you want to make the investment. And the bonus now is that you can actually choose what spells you want to add to him as opposed to, like, before you're paying for all these spells you don't really care to have. Yeah. So you can literally just you can literally just have him as a surge caster and on the off chance that you want to use him for the solar staff. Mm-hmm. You know, once a game, if you want to go Oh, and way. at 24 inches... Poking a, a cavalry unit with that, That's taking the thunderous charge. Yeah, yeah, just a dick yeah. move right there, dick yep. punch. Yeah, yeah. and even flyers at twenty four inches, you know, you can no more yeah. flying. So, uh, you know, using it to knock down a dragon so that it it it's in a forest, right? And it's like, oh, I'll just fly out of the forest and I'll come charge you, and yeah, I won't yeah. be. Hinder- oh, you're char, you, you hit her now, you hit her now. Surprise! Yep, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I mean, there's plenty of there's plenty of ways to use this guy, yeah. right? So, and I mean, if it's a flyer, you may, you may have. Oh yeah, beautiful. <laughs> you may you may uh, have completely screwed that flyer from being able to charge at all because it had to go up and over something. Now it can't fly. Now yeah. it can't charge at all. 
So, All right, yeah. Dylan, you want to give us this last guy, and then we'll come back to the Green Lady because she's got to end the end the, the units, right? Who is this last special unique hero? I don't even know. I don't, don't want. I didn't want to do it. Don't, I don't yeah. know Let's there just skip it. Let's just skip Charlie. Let's not waste our time. Yeah. Is she awesome? She's so terrible. <laughs> it's it's bad. so fucking bad. Is she? Oh, it's so bad. It's she, like she no, has a unique spell too. I'm waiting for the contrarian to go. Fucking just, worst. Just, no? no, she's the worst. Yeah. Well, we don't play well, her. Does anybody use her? She lost no. me an individual. So. All right. Well, let's go to the. All right. So let's. This is the last. I won't you, even read her rules. She's so bad. Fix it, RC. Bunch of lazy bastards. Yeah. <laughs> so Avatar of the Green Lady. This is the reason. I mean, this is the the impetus of the army. This is the lady that runs the forces of nature, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's not actually her. It's she's this. It's her avatar. It's right. Her, yeah, it's her aspect. So essentially, this is like her her force spirit. Her force projection. Yeah. She's yeah, basically you know Anakin Skywalker. Dead. Pretty yeah. badass yeah. though. Speed ten, melee five, defense five. You got me. I'm liking that. No, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Thirteen, fifteen, nerve, and 185 points. Special rules fly. Individual inspiring regen five. Balance at the start of each of your turns. You may choose for this unit to have either the cloak of death or the radiance of life. Spells heal six. Yeah. Phantasm and Vernon. So Phantasm right now doesn't do anything, right? Nah. But the nah. Willflower, the Willflower would Willflower. <laughs> yeah, she could have Vicious, but what's that gonna do? Uh, nothing, I guess. Um, and she's he, pretty badass, though. Yeah, I don't know. Did you read the points? She's 150 now. Yeah, she went, she, so she went down in the Clash of Kings. Yes. She's 150. Okay. Now. Yeah. So Clash of Kings, 150 points. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, she was way too overcasted. Yeah. 150 yeah. points. She's kind of a no-brainer, isn't she? Or no? Uh, no, she's still not a no-brainer. No. No. Yeah. No. It depends on. Your, it depends on. Because the I mean, list. if you're taking her as heal, there's probably better options for heal. Because if you, you're taking tree herders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a unicorn, like I don't think I. Would yeah, so much redundancy. I, I think you. I think if you're taking double tree herder, she's not relevant. But if you're taking like one, maybe because you can you can fly her around and place it somewhere. But the 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 downside to her is still that she only has heal. Like she basically, she only has one one thing that she can do, and she's great at doing it. And, she, and the cloak of death, and, or the cloak of radiance of light, you know, the light, yeah. light radiance of life. She like can. you've already got that in other ways as well. That right. like, right? And, and the, it doesn't stack, right? Like the thing you is, have two cloak of life, only one. Good, you know, you can only sort do one heal left. Right. If you're flying over the enemy battle lines yes. and popping wounds on a bunch of units, that's cool. But you're the main thing Can that heal nature does is. Grind, you know. Oh, that's, I'm not saying the main thing. It's one of the one of its big perks is it is a, a major grind faction, and sending something out to cloak of death is taking the radiance of life from the units you need to heal. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I look at the cloak of death more as like a turn five type of a thing when your battle line is already visible and you could fly into a pocket but still see to heal. That's yeah. the only time I think. Right. Yeah. 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 So it just she needs a uh, she needs lightning bolt six. <laughs> <laughs> lightning bolt would would be the thing. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, she's she's still she she's still good, but you're taking her instead of taking a heal unicorn is what you're. Doing. I think maybe I think maybe her existence is uh, maybe a, a a theme choice or a hobby choice yeah. maybe. I don't. I don't know. Well, it's not. She's not an optimal choice. I guess is what I'm trying to say. If you're going to go with a unicorn that just has the heel shroud on it instead, and she's better than that because she's more survivable than that unicorn is. Yeah. But that unicorn has the ability to, you know, run out and ground a dragon for a second, and she doesn't. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of. 
It's kind of up in the air. You know which way you look at doing it. Do we want to talk? Do you want to do Kapuka? Kapuka. Oh, she. Oh, she's the one from. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead. I think she's. I, I think it's pretty good. I don't know why I would think that, but I think it's. All right. Good. So why don't we? Do, so we do have a new character in the Alpi's Rift yep. supplement. The hidden savior, uh, living legend, hero, heavy infantry, spellcaster two, height two, speed five, defense four, uh, no attacks, twelve fourteen nerve, one hundred forty five points. Aura Phalanx Verdant. Individual inspiring Pathfinder Scout Stealthy Heal 4 Weakness 3. If I was going to take an individual, this would be it. Uh, no, it's just, uh, uh, I mean, one of the big things with uh, those that Speed 6 Scouting Army is uh, it still gets alphaed by Calvary. Well, this takes that away. You know? Yep. It gives all your Verdant units Phalanx. So you're. Your uh, chaff regiments of shamblers, your your horde shamblers, your welt father, your tree herder. We were writing this guy. I was kind of like, well, what do we have? Okay, well, you got to write the storyline, right? So Mantic has the storyline for these guys, and you have to be like, okay, well, the whole thing is like, they're swearing off doing any damage. This guy's like swearing off doing damage to anybody, returning back to the fold, called by the forest type of situation. But one of the things that forces nature doesn't have anymore at all in any way shape or form because you can't even take a phalanx item is any source of phalanx any anywhere in the army yeah. so i was like well what makes the most sense to have phalanx oh, okay well the forest stuff right so if they had like spears or whatever how's well, they had, like branches too yeah like, exactly out. yeah it makes yeah. sense so i was like that could be fun if you give an aura that like okay these verdant units specifically those ones because if you gave it to the stone stuff like guala stone it'd be too stupid good yeah you know, he's already defensive so defense five it made four shamblers like that little extra good right um and the part that i think keeps her balanced without being too too good is the speed. Still an individual, still low speed. It's not like it can fly across the board and go crazy or anything like that. So you're still regulated to like you're only ever gonna get it where you need it right there. Yeah, you can't move you can't move the aura around as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. yeah. It's pretty localized. You'll end up with a couple of units with it and that's that's it. But that's all you need. But that was that was the point, was for you to be able to get a cut like a hand like two, three units that could have the phalanx because you just don't have it as availability. Sure. And when you're a grind army, that's what you want. You wanna get some phalanx in there. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I say that as playing against it with just one or two units actually getting um, the aura, it's not that powerful. It's not over the top like some people right. have thought it was. Nah, it's yeah. It can be annoying if you have cab on that side, but it's not yeah. some crazy thing where all of a sudden you have an entire army with failings. People still just had the the people were thinking new shiny. Yep. Yeah. Well, and. Alpha is not as big as it was in in V two, no. so it, you know it's it is what it is. It's a great, I mean, it's a great individual. I think I think just having the having the availability to take weakness is is the, one of the biggest reasons why you take her too. The ability to cast weakness in this army is pretty good when most of the army is going to be defense five and six. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Um. So before we get to the questions, what's your favorite unit in the list? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna cheat, right? I mean, sure. <laughs> my favorite unit. If I had to choose between worm riders and and ensnares, it gotta be ensnares. It's yep. still ensnares. <laughs> it's still ensnares. They're awesome. It's still ensnares, but I would say it would be ensnares. 
the snares, worm riders, and then uh, hydra. If I had to go one, two, three. Yeah. How about you? What's your top three units for um, this army? Uh, Beast of nature, followed by the tree herder, and probably forest shamblers. Awesome. After that, Dylan. If I'm doing this, salamanders, salamanders, and salamanders. Oh, so third favorite would be the salamander regiments. Oh, you're working the way up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Second favorite is earth elementals. Then First six. favorite, beast of nature. Yeah. Take three, call it the flying V. It's yep, great. Yep. All right, we got some questions from the listeners, right? Christina McQueen asks, are woodland critters worth it? I think we've answered that, and I think it's it's they're not as good as they were in the second edition. Yeah, they're still... It's a funsy thing, but they're not optimal anymore. <clears throat> woodland critters in what fashion, right? So, I mean, right. like, woodland critters as, like, a, you want them to do damage thing? Yeah, it's still a flavorful option. Woodland critters as far as, like, using them as chaff, absolutely. They're still super cheap. You can still go throw them over on stuff. You don't have to unlock them with anything mm-hmm. you, like you do with monsters. So mm-hmm. that's really like your your this or that. But I mean, also speed six fly pathfinder things that are nimble. I mean, that's a pivot and go twelve inches anywhere you want to go pick up tokens and stuff. Late game, still totally reasonable, totally feasible. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, if you want to do damage though, I think there's only one way to do that, and that's you know one horde of them. With a hammer measured force, then that's it. And that's not going to turn the world upside down. That's just going to... No, but it'll definitely make people respect them. All right, what's our next question? Um, Kyle Prezelinski asks, what are the quintessential play styles of the army? Okay. Uh, Grind. Grind. Is that it? I think there's there's multiple ways. There's definitely multiple. There's definitely multiple. I would say you can... I mean, you can do a flying circus. You can do alpha if you're careful. All right, so stop there. So grind, that just means a high defense army that has lots of heal. Mm -hmm. And they can take the attrition punch and they just wear you out because you're not going to get through it. Flying circus, what is that? So that's your that's your three beasts of nature. So running around flying, lightning bolt, covering every angle. Right, and just driving the opponents crazy and death by a thousand paper cuts. Yep. All right, and then the third one is alpha strike? No. Uh, You can't. You can't alpha. We were talking about the centaurs, the striders. Right. Um, You know, they're fast. Um, The speed eight heavy cav that you have the option of. Um, But, and, um, you know, shooting. Heart piercers are good. Yeah, heart piercers. You can do a mixture of flying circus Mm -hmm. and shooting. Well, we did talk about the nuclear option where you have the push all the scout guys up right and just turn one. So that's actually a mix of alpha and grind. It's a very tough list that gets up the board halfway up the board before the game starts. Before you even roll to see who goes In some cases can charge first turn. Right. Can multiple units start, like four charges on turn one. So how how do we defend that? Do not set up on the line. Well, yeah. You just got to know, yeah. Don't deploy on the line. Read your opponent's list before you deploy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. well, I think I think there's one more way to play it too. Is like I said, I think it's probably the best army at playing ultra reactive, and yep. I say that whereas like you literally just play your game and you just put your models in places that benefit you and wait for them to do what they're gonna do. Just realizing that your opponent is gonna make all the decisions for the game, and you're gonna sit there and drink beers, wait for them to make their decisions, and then you're gonna react to all of them because there's no way that you can lock down all those units and with all the surge and all the angles and everything like that. It's just it's, wait for them to give you just, something. It's just it's gonna happen. Yeah. Next, Next question. question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're doing Chris great. Thomas asks. Does the army fit the fluff? Chris Thomas is from Germany. You need to do that in a German accent. Oh, I am well. Actually, I think he's an Englishman in German, but in Germany, but 
Go yeah. ahead. Sorry. <laughs> then, then it's doth the army fit the fluff. <laughs> Does the army fit the fluff? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, next it, question. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I, I think I think what he's it. asking is, does the army list does it feel like a forces of nature? Yeah, right? I think so. And I think it's yeah, like, it's like it, it, literally it, they're calling all these different units uh, and like, come on, Trident Realms and so Salamanders. I, I actually, this was my first piece of like, besides the Salamander stuff, which is my main army. What I actually read <laughs> of, of Kings of War Fluff, and it was very, it fit very well. If something's not right, it's all they're all these tribes are coming together to make it right, and it fits that in their unit choices, in the background of the units, in the background of the army, it all fits together like a beautiful puzzle. We didn't really hit on it. Neutral. It's a neutral army. Neutral because it it can be evil sometimes. Like if goods get into uppity, yeah. smack them elves down, right? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. You know. The nature army is really equal opportunity beat slicks. You know what I mean? They're just like, they don't care who they're slapping around. They just want to slap around someone. <laughs> really? I mean, yeah. like, as long as everybody has respect for them, right? So, I mean, like, they're really where all these other lists come from. They're, they're like, they're like the ultimate point of, like, of, of Genesis, right? So, yeah. like, they're, they're where everything started, and they're just trying to bring everything back in line, right? So, yeah. question, the ensnarers... Do they start in the forces of nature, or do they start with Triant Realms? I guess it's chicken or the egg, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go book-wise, I guess it would be Trident, uh, it would be uh, forces of nature, right? Because Triant Realms was afterwards, but they yeah. kind of wrote the ensnares knowing what they were going to be. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, lore-wise, they're they're from, you know, yeah. they're from Trident. But, yeah. 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 Uh, but anyway, yeah. The it absolutely fits the fluff, I would say, because I almost always have earth, wind, fire, water, and a, a little bit of everything mm. in every in in all my nature lists. So yeah. like in that, and I think balance is how the list plays really well. If you're playing just re, if you're playing reactive, and like that's really like yeah. goal here is Absol- balance, right? Absolutely. absolutely. So I think there's a if on another level. Um, Adrian Scott asks. Is a non-shambling list viable, and what might that look like? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Give us one. I think sure. Aaron Chapman had one of probably the best uh, forces nature a non-shamble list that there was for quite some time, where he just had, like, I think it was like six units of Centaur, Brace Riders, th- three Pegasus, three Unicorns, Lightning Bolt, two Beast of Nature with Lightning Bolt. It was just... Yeah, so that was V two, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I could see even now. um, I mean, two or three regiments of heart piercers. Mm -hmm. Your a couple units of salamanders to anchor. Mm -hmm. uh, Your three unicorns lightning bolt. You could do. You could mix in air elementals with lightning bolt. Well, I was gonna say too, like just because he's saying a non surge list, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can take surge stuff and not. And, oh, and, I've done it. And oh, you just absolutely. don't have any surge absolutely. in the list, right? Like, yeah. because a greater earth elemental. <laughs> How many times you know, do you surge your earth elementals? I could count it on one on hand. On one hand, yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's not even worth That's why people, it's funny, p- yeah. funny people take like three three hordes of earth elementals to like, oh, I need two surge casters. Like, no. So, you sometimes, don't. I think, sometimes I think newer players get into that in their yeah. head that they, they see shambling and they think immediately, I have to surge it. No, you can. You can surge it. Yeah. It's a bonus if you. Well, can, he, he does. He does say non-shambling, not non-surge. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. sir, sure, sure, yeah, non-shambling. I mean, if you're taking. Well, if, the, 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 the shambling is obviously a, a, a crutch. Well, it's it, it's a hindrance, right? Because you are only moving your base mm-hmm. movement. Yeah, and it's slower to get up the board. 
Um, I don't march. But if you got me, scout but... on it, it's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, if you got a scout, you got the that's extra the points, speed. Uh, I would I would take the. Uh, the hunters, hunters of the wild. Oh yeah, absolutely. Sure. They're some of the best. Oh, it's so good. I was gonna say hunters of the wild uh, and um, centaur striders, beasts of nature, and double hydra, double ensnarer hordes. Dude, bro. Yeah. It, that that works. You got you got double hydra anchors and ensnarer horde anchors and stuff like that, and then just let everything come in and punish afterwards. Absolutely. Like, all you need is the anchors. So find the anchors in the army so you can do ensnares, hydras, all that stuff like that. And then the rest of it, just make it beat sticks. Yeah. Uh, Keith Randall, why play Force of Nature, Forces of Nature over Brotherhood, Order of the Green Lady? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean... It's a playstyle preference. So. It's, a, it's like buying a ripoff of Picasso, right? Like, I mean, play the Northern Nature. That's the yeah. main list. That's the real deal. So if you want heavy hit if you want you know the if you don't want light cab if you want the meat the heavy cab you know if that if that's the style of list you're going on if you want to if you want to do the alpha side of forces of nature you can bleed it over into order of the green lady and get more of those alpha units but i mean other than that i think it's a preference i would just say if you just want knights right like if, if you just yeah. want that like yeah Arthurian legend and the Lady of the Lake and all that, you know, you can kind of feel, get that yeah. feeling. Or if from. you want your centaurs to be tougher and, and hit harder, play. Yeah, so <laughs> run I'm, them as knights. Run them as knights. <laughs> yeah, so that's my thing. It's like, that's the reason why I didn't bring my my list that Mark is playing. I could have just ran, them, ran centaurs as that other unit, but I just like, I have, I can't, one of those people, like, I can't run an army as like four different things. I like, I have to have each each right. army. Ha- it has to be. Dude, story-like. I need that bang for my buck. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I know, but <laughs> I, I, it kills me. I pl- I play both of them, so like I would say there is substantial reason why you would play Forces of Nature over over Brotherhood. Um, the Forces of Nature stuff, you everything unlocks, right? So if you want ensnares, those don't unlock in Brotherhood. I would argue that the centaurs are as good for the points as the brotherhood knights are oh, yeah, uh, in a regiment plus points cheaper yeah yeah they're so much cheaper yeah. they have pathfinder already you don't have to pay for that pathfinder upgrade to them you sure. lose them who cares you got crushing one in tc1 so just tc2 yeah so they grind a little bit better there more access to heal brotherhood brother mark have very i mean they have healers they have like the low druid and then a devoted but the devoted heal you you know it's yeah. only three you gotta pump it up to six whereas like you can start that very easily on a five with a unicorn going oh, up yeah. to eight very easily yeah like it's it's forces nature is more survivable brotherhood is in my opinion a slight bit more punchy so if you're going if you want to play a surge army force nature is way better yeah uh, for for doing that kind of stuff like that, and it's more grindy. And that would be the ultimate reason would be playstyle options. You yeah, want to order knights? Exactly. Playstyle yeah. options. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Well, and if you want a Worm Rider Centurion versus a Redeemer Lord, right? Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> do you want to regen on a five plus or a four plus? I like fours. <laughs> I don't know why, but you know. All right. Suck it, Keith. All right. Kyle <laughs> asks. Um, what is the most flexible unit? Uh, in the game? In Forces, Forces of Nature. <laughs> just kidding. Naiad sent... No, i just... Yeah, Nyad. Well, your Druid is pretty good because he's cheap and you can really... Yeah. You can send him a, do- a bunch of different yeah. ways. Yeah. As far as flexibility, though, it's like 
what does he mean by flexibility? Does yeah, he mean so how many roles yeah. can it play? If that was the case, I might say the Pegasus. Or Unicorn. Or yeah. Unicorn. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Unicorn even over the Pegasus. Because the Unicorn can do the same thing the Pegasus can. Uh, it can ground flyers. It can protect your backfield. It can shoot chaff. It can it can uh, buff your units with heals. Um, it's just it's all over the place. Um, so yeah, yeah, probably probably winged unicorn. It can score if you want it to. If you give it wings. Um, if you give it wings. All right. What's next? Um, Matt Croger asked, "Do centaur? Yeah, do it. Wait, you gotta do that in an Australian accent." Uh, Oi, Cricky, go to the bottom. Matt, <laughs> Matt Kruja, I uh, we got. He's one of the Matt Kruja. Who's Matt Kruja? Centaurs right here. Do they need work, mate? <laughs> Lee Centaurs here. <laughs> you um, want to shake it? No, I, I mean, for their points, no. Yeah, he, he's one of those people that doesn't really like... I, I kind of saw he... I think I think he posted he didn't really like him very much. But, um, yeah, I think they're great. Like I, yeah, I love it. They're one of my... Um, Probably I think they're four great. On my yeah. list. If I'm not taking stuff like elementals and stuff like two, three regiments in the list that I've ran, and I've absolutely loved them. Their value. Yeah. I mean, I think the only thing about the centaurs when you compare them to like a knight, like they are defense four, right? But Versus I think that's the defense thing five. Is you don't compare but you're, them. But you're paying so much less. That, that you're it's, paying so much less, and right. so many times that's irrelevant. Like, and, really and then is. the upside is they're crushing one, thunder one, as opposed to a normal knight unit with thunder two, right? It's a problem, like, if it's and a problem if you're letting them get shot up, but like these are units that have inherent pathfinder. Why would you just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, unless they, you play at a tournament that gives you, you know, a, a monster that has an 18 inch breath attack with piercing. Well, but see that again. And then that, that it's four up. It doesn't ignore terrain. Again. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Again. You, <laughs> 14. You, if you roll the dice and you get a 14, you're hitting on fives. That's just you one do of that those, three or four turns. It yeah. wears out. That's yeah. one of those things where you take that that centaur Pick unit. Pick it on Dylan. I mean, it's that centaur true. unit still speed eight, which means it can back up four inches, no problem, and you just back them up, force them to extend where they don't want to extend, right. get those shots of those things that they want to shoot. Or just rush them into combat. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. That's big brain plays, though, man. Yeah, yeah. big brain. So I'm not experienced with all this as uh, a lot of other people, but one of the big arguments that I found from people that I don't get is they, they want to compare every calf to, to knights. Right. They're, they're, they're not. not. Yeah. They're, 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 they're not. a different entity. Like I said earlier. They're a cavalry unit. Well, yeah. Right. But like I said earlier, like I, I treat them like very fast um, inf- infantry, you know, like like the shield breaker. That's, that's in my mind. That's kind of how they work. Fast infantry. I compare. Not, I compare to flea bags more than anything else. Something, you know? Yeah. But as far as what I yeah, play, that, you know, they're they're not something that you're just gonna throw in like a knight, you know, a high defense, and expect them to just demolish whatever's in front of them and live next turn. Sure. All right. Um, Page Neo. Should oh, this will be a long ass uh, question. Page, it's man. not. It's <laughs> short and sweet. I love um, should forces of nature have gotten the wilt father? Yes. And here's the next question: Is Paige gonna make a, a, a meme of Jeff? Some of the stuff Jeff says on this episode. He oh, might do. Probably. It. He probably will. I, I don't. I don't doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. The answer is yes, but also only forces of nature should have got it, and only should be only forces of nature in Sylvankin. Period. Done. All right. That's Next it. question. Yeah. Virgamini. How how do you choose 
between all the different spellcasters and their overlapping skill sets. You don't. You don't. We kind of touched on a little bit, you right? You take the druid. <laughs> <and> the druid. <laughs> you take the druid and druid, and I guess if you want no, a no, second no. druid. What you do is you take a druid, and you take a druid on a steed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. what you do. Yeah. Because you, like we said, we don't, you don't yeah. take the uh, the upgraded one very much. The uh, blade walker. Yeah, <gasps> I mean, like you can, but it's just by the time you're done kitting him out, if, if you did, I wouldn't take him with the surge because the surge is so expensive. So I would I would take him purely for like, okay, I'm going to take this guy, I'm going to upgrade his heal from heal 4 to heal 7. Mm-hmm. So he's still a discounted unicorn, but not by a lot. And then I might consider taking one of his other small spells, but I mean, even no, then... He's just not optimal. I think... Yeah. I, I, I think um, it depends on... There's not actually... It's not actually that overlapping if you think about it. The um, you know you get your your tree herders and your uh, forest wardens. They have surge, but they're not they're not the casters that you're overlapping with. You're using those you're using those for other things. Um, the um, if you're building a surge list, you're taking a, you're taking the druid multiple and, yeah right. And if you're if you're if you're playing leaning more into grind, not necessarily relying on surge. Um, then it's probably going to be your unicorns. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just it just depends. It's just depend list dependent. Mm-hmm. And I and I would say that the one thing I would take the upgrade to the better druid would be if you're looking to get hex because he comes with hex three where a lot of other ones don't. So it's pretty dependable. Yeah. And then you can conjure staff so you can get conjure staff to buff your heal. So really becomes heal five conjure staff or, or with the conjure staff and hex four. Yeah. I never, th- I never thought about that. Cause he has a little better hex than almost anybody else does. Yeah. Big brain plays, man. Big brain yeah. plays. Big brain, man. Jeff's got a big brain. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, and I mean, remember we're talking about this is hex post change right so if you cast hex on the unit and it even moves that's no nothing for it yeah so yeah that's that's a thing that's a play now i think and you know we're this is a forces of nature review so the mirror match hex would be Mm -hmm. very delicious in the mirror match because there's lots of targets that's that's shutting down a unicorn that's shutting down lady that's shutting down you know shutting down all kinds of really all right what do we got mr dylan that is that's the only other one that okay. I grabbed. A lot of them were like, "Well, I play a horde of knots and stuff like that." And we don't. Who is the question from the first? The first question from the lady was her name, Christine. Christina McQueen. Okay, so guys, uh, let's talk about new players. I think Christina is a new player. She asked a question, but like, what are your suggestions for new players wanting to play Forces of Nature? Uh. Realize that it is a toolbox army and that nothing in here is just going to run across the table and slap the crud out of anything immediately. That's just not what the army does. It's uh, more of a death by a thousand cuts or by, you know, bludgeoning. Um, it's not like it's not like razors. Um, none of this stuff is... They don't really alpha strike as good as most other armies do, but they are probably one of, if not the best, grinding army in yep. the game. Yeah. So very. if you're a new player, I would say what's really good about this army is put a bunch of anvils that can take charges in there, let people Grind. do their Grind charges. Grind is a great tool for it, new players. Yeah, it can be Because you got the defense forgiving. six. and Yeah. Very forgiving. But if well, that's a good way to put it. Very if you're forgiving. a new player... Try try not to take an all surge list because surge is 
the final level of playing this game, you win and die by ability to use Shamble and Surge. Yeah. So it's the final tier of learning how to master this game. So as it is a nice tool, I would not suggest taking it as like all an all surgy okay have some. army. Well, it's like I think in general this yeah. is an army that, that speaks to balance too, right? You yes. don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, I would definitely start with some earth elementals in there. For Defense sure. six. I mean, yeah. It's hard. Yeah. I know we talked about the water elementals with the regen, but damn it, it's defense six is still mm-hmm. it's defense six. Yeah, and on the other side of that coin, if you're not a new player but you're coming from another army, two forces of nature, um, you know, identify what your playstyle was with your other army. Yes. Because this army can do that and may do it better. Whatever you were doing before, this army can do it too. Um, it'll be different, and that's where you're going to get the fun out of it. Um, but you want to play into your strengths as a player, uh, and you don't want to turn yourself off to the army by trying, you know, something off the, you know, off the wall. Um, I'll agree with that, but I like stuff off the wall because yeah, catch people out sometimes. I like learning completely different new play styles from army to army. Like I don't want to go to another army and play it exactly the same way I played something I just left. So. Uh, Force of Nature is the ultimate, like like I said before, like it's ultimate thinking man's army. So if you can think of how you want to make something happen, there's ways in the army to build it. So it's really up to the imagination of the person playing it because they have all the tools. It's just how you use the tools. Yeah, honestly, the other armies you can't say that. Like that's not like that at all. Well, and I think I think and if we think about it, like how do you play this army in a competitive you know environment in the in the various metas? I think that's its strength, right? Like you can look at what's out there, mm-hmm. and you can tailor your list to be mm-hmm. anti what's yes, the prevalent. Absolutely. Right? Oh yeah. Abs- yeah. I, I I build anti-meta. Forces nature all the time. Absolutely, yeah. it, oh, yeah. and they're very easy to do that too. So, yeah. well, let's talk about that real quick. Then, if somebody's got the Alpha Strike, what do you do with Forces of Nature to be anti-Alpha Strike? One of the best Alpha, one of the best just all around anti-Alpha Strike of any kind of Alpha Strike is is ensnare a horde of ensnares and posting up wherever you, wherever you decide you're going to make your stand at, mm-hmm. because. If you can, if you can put those guys into a space where they have to be dealt with, people are going to have to put tons of points into them to make it, it worthwhile. I don't care. Which goes against shooting, an Alpha Strike, which is usually more of an elite style. Which is what they style. don't want to do. Right, and they don't have the units to and do that. If Alpha Strike, if it's an Alpha Strike army, if they get stuck, if they don't kill the thing that they charge on the turn they charge it, that is devastating. Yeah, like that is. That that is game change. That's, that's it, you know. Uh, yeah, and most Alpha Strike units are going to have TC fly or B cavalry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In which case, we have a nice little phalanx package that we can act <laughs> phalanx package that you can deploy with the ensnares. Mm-hmm. You know, two or three verdant units with phalanx, and then you can you shut know, down over. Yeah, there. if you deploy it right, you can shut down over half of the board with just those. You know, a couple of drops right there. Yeah. Shooting armies. How do you? You know, how do you take a north uh, northern alliance? Yeah. Force of nature army and play against that. What's the defense to shooting? So, because um, I mean, you do have they, a lot of defense l- lower, but you got some right. But the but they can 
they can play to the terrain better than other shooting units. So if you're playing against a shooting army, what do you do with your I forces mean, of nature list? Heal, heal and hot defense. So grind. You, you, play, you, you lean into the grind. Yeah, I mean, if you're playing a real douche nozzle list, that's going to happen. Well, I mean, six war machines and eight. You know, the ensnares and stuff, like, in. they do have regen four, so even if you do do a bunch of wounds. Right, so that's the kicker, is putting, I was going to say, again, ensnares. So what you do is pop your ensnares into a forest or whatever, or into cover, and let them, let them shoot them. Go for it. Yeah. Just only give them a certain amount of shots. If you have wind blasts in the army, you can absolutely <laughs> dictate what units are going to get to shoot on your next turn. Wind blast is great for just being like, okay, I'm going to push these guys. Like if they have shooting that's in a forest or behind a forest or just barely leader point touching, wind blast them. Oh, now they're out of the forest. They have to move in. It's minus one to shoot <coughs> there. It's cover, and they moved and they're not steady. Like there's all kinds of things you can do. Like wind blast is your is your friend on so many different levels that people don't conceive it being at that like it's it's so helpful like those um those shooting armies again curious is really great at just being like no right yeah. no you don't yeah. get to shoot and, that and art, they can counter know. they can counter shoot as well that's what right. i was um, gonna say is and their units probably don't have regen and so uh, unless you're playing against like a jeff o'neill list or something well, it, well then well, your heart piercers being able to play towards that terrain mitigate the negatives by right. having steady aim um, mm -hmm. And your uh, the scorch wings have a twenty three three yeah. inch threat threat range, uh, and they're very maneuverable. They're nimble. Uh, they shoot on fours. The heart piercers shoot on fours. They can put out some wounds with their shooting. Sure. So how do they? Uh, how does Force of Nature tackle an elite army? Twenty four. 28, 28 inch range, right? No, it's eight. Yeah, 28 uh, inch range. Oh, yeah, 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 28. Yeah, yeah, yeah 28 so inch 28. So. <coughs> anyway, what was that? Yeah, so so how does the Force of Nature tackle elite armies? Elite armies? That's kind of what they want to tackle. I mean, honestly. Yeah, yeah I mean. Yeah. You grind, you got the numbers. Yeah, I mean, the last thing you want to do is have to fight, like, Kyle Poole's list with, like, 40 well, so that's a good segue. Then, you know, right. How do you do with the, the like, horde armies? Fine, no problem. Uh, throw your stuff in, and I'll eventually kill you because you can't outgrind me. But like, the thing you don't want to fight is just bodies and bodies and bodies yeah. and bodies because you only have. I mean, you're hitting on fours. You only have so much volume of attacks and stuff like that. Most of the time, you're not gonna like even just a goblin regiment. Like you're probably not gonna kill him in one go <coughs> in the front with a earth elemental horde. Like yeah, it's just probably not gonna happen. Forcing you to double up on yeah. a seventy five point unit. On, on for why? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would I would say that would be the one just like straight up horrible matchup. Right. Is a horde army. Yeah. Yeah, and, and if the person's playing a flying circus, you do flying circus too. So you could. I think you and I think you could out fly and circus them. Yeah. yeah. And you have. And you don't care because you have surgeons. Yeah. Surgeons. yeah you Shenanigans. Yeah. yeah you don't right. care. I mean, yeah. I guess the, where it would come into play is the mirror match, right? Spin those heart pierces around. And just, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, flip side, how do you destroy forces of nature? So, like, stuff that's very specifically driven at dealing with really high defense. So, Salamanders, Northern Alliance, and Varinger, in my opinion, are the worst straight-up matchups to Burst. try to deal with them. Burst damage. Yep. Like, being able to just... Yep. High-quality, high-crushing yep. all of the time. And that's why it's like I know we keep going back to this, but that's why it's really important. You got to diversify your bonds. No, <laughs> that's why you. That's a meme right there yeah. coming. Yeah. So you gotta um, you gotta have the ensnare option somewhere in the list at least once, in my opinion. And 
than high defense, right? Because if you mm -hmm. only have all high defense and they bring a bunch of crushing, whatevs, you know, yeah. that's, that's going to be a bad day for you. But if you have the ability to take that tool out and be like, oh, and snare, okay, cool. I, I don't care that you have crushing three, like you were going to hit these guys, you're going to hit my stone elementals on threes and then crush them down yeah, to whatever. Right. But if you can make them take a hindered charge and then it's ensnared, that's minus two to hit. I don't care how much crushing you have. Yeah. You're going to wound me on twos anyway. I don't really care. Yeah. So having, having those tools, again, it's just being able to deploy them, use them where you want to use them, when you need to use them. And again, uh, you know, you got your Veringer and all stuff like that, like I had said. Windblast is another one of those things that, like, it, it, is, it is more prevalent in Forces of Nature and Night Stalkers, like, yeah. all the Windblasts and stuff like that. It, but that is, like, Windblast is so nice because you can, you can make sure that combo charges don't happen. You can yeah. make sure that only one unit's getting a charge. You can push... The, the, people are moving up their stuff. Okay, this one's barely in, and I'm out on you. This one's barely in, and I'm out on... Okay, i got to push you one inch. Okay, now that one can't charge, and only that one can charge. You want to charge with just that one unit that you're probably not going to crack me on, and then you're going to lose it to a flank? Probably not. You're probably yeah. not going to do that. So it's little stuff like that, like having those little pick tools in there that that's how you deal with those yeah. those armies that you don't want to face. I mean, if you push, if you have two wind blasts in there, collectively having like 11, 11 wind blasts, you're probably going to push a unit five, maybe six inches back in a turn. Five or six inches, maybe an entire move for that unit. Yeah. Yeah, it's... What scenarios do you not want to see when you're playing Forces of Nature? Uh, Against Forces of Nature or... Sure, if you're playing that, you're playing Forces of Nature, uh -oh. what, do you, what would you rather not see? And then we'll, and then we'll, we'll do you, the flip side. I think you could, you could maybe argue control but i don't i don't think so because like they have so many nimble yeah. flying options as long as you don't okay don't have a lot of individuals right am yeah I, you just drop I, those individuals yeah in my opinion push is probably the worst one um unless you're the, the vanguarding or the, the scouting yeah. army because you're, you're gonna have to put the tokens on something and if you have them on a on a shamble unit you can't surge them and you're pretty slow already anyway, and you got to get them on your snare horde. It's one of those things where it actually ties into the flexibility of the army is because forces of nature as a whole doesn't give a shit. It can play all the scenarios extremely well. Yep. Specific lists yes. don't want to see certain scenarios. Like we said, mm -hmm. the, vanguard, the vanguarding list doesn't care about push, but the earth elemental build that I usually run doesn't really like push very much. So it's just, you know. Right. And that's one of those scenarios where you're just like, oh, we got pushed. I'm glad I have a Hydra or ensnares, and I can move the tokens up with that and force people to have to charge these things that they don't want to charge, right. and the rest of my army can just operate like it does on every other Tuesday. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know what else to say, guys. Final thoughts? Forces of Nature? The first game I ever played of Forces of Nature, when we finished it, Jeff said, so what'd you think? I said... I had a lot of fun. So yeah, it's very fun. It's, 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 an it's, and it's fun to play against too, because yeah. it makes you think. You're like, okay, this guy's gonna got angle here, angle here. Who's he shooting me from? And you're, you know, where's the surge coming from? Mm -hmm. It's a very tactical. It can be a very tactical army in a guy with the big brain skills. Yeah, and it and it it's very easy for it to look very beautiful on the table. So you know, you come, your opponent is playing forces of nature, and they got. You know, they got the balance of nature. They got fire, earth, you know, water, mm -hmm. air, and it, it all kind of comes together. And the wood. And, and the, wood. the woods. Yeah. 
Yeah, you all gotta have just, wood. It all looks and it just looks so cool on the table. But anyway. I, that's probably the big, the biggest thing. Obviously, it's cool to have an army list. It's very. Um, Universal and can be played in so many different ways, but the hobby aspect, right? Like, yeah. nature is crazy, and there's so much stuff you can do in nature. Yeah. And you know, obviously, we proxy stuff all the time. But like, ensnares are maybe a bad example, but like, a greater earth elemental. There's probably some different ways you can, rather than just a big pile of rock. There's probably lots of different things you could use for that. I think it's an opportunity for being very creative. Oh, yeah. What do you think, Jeff? I feel like we covered it all. All right. Well, I thanks everybody. Uh, who wants to take us out? Thanks for listening and keep countercharging. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War Podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. 